What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the internationally known from Frisco to Maine all the way to Spain, The Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this shit. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. The whole effing show. The Morpheus of the mating matrix. The chocolatey Confucius. The king of kings. The black Moses, the deliverer. The Unbinder, the CEO Niggero of Fixes Binds LLC, the Undebatable, the Undisputed, the best entertainment here on YouTube. Also looking at Senior Third Leg Greg, Mr. Nothrabajo himself, also the guy they call Gregorio Greybeard, and I am Mr. CGA. I am C God Allah. I am the 10 time demonetized champion of YouTube. That boy good. Acknowledge me. All right. Let's get back into today's show. We got a great show for you today. Today's show, the Wall Street Journal on one of their social media accounts promotes the idea of the stay-at-home girlfriend. The stay-at-home girlfriend, not even the stay-at-home wife. The stay-at-home girlfriend, much to the chagrin of some angry feminists. And the feminists have been really angry this week. When you count now the stay-at-home girlfriend being promoted, and you also have the junior college being Liddy. Not only that, you have the Simone Biles kerfuffle in which these women's panties got in a bunch because this guy that she married was not praising her enough, as if she needed more praise with 10-plus gold medals. So the feminists are panties in her a bunch. Their wet dream, the strong and independent woman's wet dream is crumbling right in front of their face including the Passport Gang and also the Free Agent Lifestyle Group, the men are on a mission to not deal with their bullshit. Yes. But I'm going to show you that the simps get lonely too. We're going to show you a profile of a power couple. You guys always wanted to know. I always wanted to know what this mysterious power couple bullshit was. But I found a power couple. You guys are going to be amazed that a power couple is. It's a short 30-second clip of a woman bragging about her power couple relationship only to look at the poor simp that she has, that she's married to, that she's married to, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to show you what a power couple is intended to be. It's going to be an absolute farce. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat. On the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious New, 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 new World Order. The Notorious CGA channel. And uh man, this is the last show of the new of the last year, 2023. And thank you for a fantabulous 2023. I've been through it this year. All right, ninja ninjas be thinking I'm a robot. All right, they be thinking I'm a robot. All right, they think I do what you do. I don't do what you do out here. I'm the king of kings.
Acknowledge me. They be trying to put me on their level. They be like, oh, wow, you you doing this. You should be doing this. And I'll be like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. And just act like I sit at this desk all day uh, plugged into YouTube. I have a life. Right? I've had a life. All right. And it's tough being the king of kings the last three years. It is. All right. Looking to hand over the reins at some particular point. I'm going to develop my exit plan. Yeah, they think I'm a machine. I know. Listen, I am a machine. I am. I will tell you, you know, my work ethic is impeccable. All right. But somebody keeps spamming the chat. What are we doing here? All right. What are we doing here? Um, I am. You know what I mean? My work ethic is impeccable. But a lot of people be thinking I have as much time to uh, do things like they got time. They're like, of course you had time to watch. What? I, what? I have a life. I'm not no robot. All right, I'm a flesh and blood human being. You think I just sit at this desk? You think I just looking at my phone all day? I don't even have time to do my social media, man. I'm actually looking at hiring some people, all right? But I don't have a job, so I don't know why I'm going to hire someone. <laughs> all right. All right, Ninja was spamming Jesus is Lord. All right, yes. All right, but anyway, <laughs> he's still spamming? How did he do that? All right, anyway. All right, what are we doing here? Oh, 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 did, did I get to the, oh, by the way. I got to get to the earlier contributors to the day show, and then we're going to get into it. Do me a favor. Hit the liggity, liggity like button, <laughs> and we're going to get into the day show. I know it's the weekend. All right, so we're going to make sure we acknowledge the weekend. Hey, where's Albert Wesker? He fell asleep today. All right, he must have had to go to court today. Oh, no, he's here. All right, Martin says, I've been watching the Girlfriend series on Netflix, and I think they beat you to the RP scene. They identified female nature and blue pill behavior. And uh, is this a current movie or is it an old movie? All right. Um, but he said, no lie, coach. I had a gordita a few years ago that would have have uh, that would have five or six orgasms every time we did it. He says, I would jokingly call her greedy, but I meant it. Um, yeah, man, listen. Yeah, there's some, you know, some women that I've been with, they be out here busting mad nuts. I'd be like, damn, that's crazy. It's actually very very fun to see that happen. But you got to be hitting that bottom. It's a great thing, you know, when you have a person that is definitely a woman that's definitely feeling it. Um, It's a great thing. Some ninjas be like, I don't care what the woman's get. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you definitely ain't hitting nothing. But that's neither here nor there. But there are some women. But there are some women you can't even, you can't do nothing with. All right, because they don't know their own bodies yet. All right, I can teach you how to squirt, ladies. Oh, wait, this is a family show. I'll teach you how to, you got to relax, lay down and tell me what's on your mind. What exactly did he do to make you cry this time? Some women don't know how to work their body. Some women don't know how to work their body. This is a family show. So when we get to that segment, I'm going to have to say viewer discretion is, is advised. But some women don't know what they're doing in bed. They don't know. They, they, they suck in bed, but, you know, sometimes they know what they want. <laughs> All right. They know what they want. You know what I mean? They don't know how to squirt that thing. You know what I mean? They don't know how to unleash the squirt gun. All right. The ladies are touching themselves listening to me. I touch myself. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hide the kids. I know they're on vacation. I have to forget. The kids are on Christmas vacation right now. They're listening to my show. They're listening to the show. All right, so I have to watch. I have to, I have to be careful. We're, we're going to be PG-13. 
There's kids that watch my show. All right, anyway. <laughs> this is rated CGA. Okay, anyway. Yeah, get that super soaker going. All right, uh, let's get back to the show. But who got me distracted? Martin. Martin got me distracted. Oh, that's nasty. Let's stay focused, Glenn. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Let's stay focused. Uh, MC Hamster says, Happy New Year, Coach. Flatback Friday for life. Shout out to the flatbacks. We'll honor our flatbacks. We're going to honor our flatbacks. We're going to honor our flatbacks here in a minute. Mr. Albert says, Well, Jermaine Jackson is now on the chopping block. For something that may or may not have happened 35 years ago, it is all Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. <laughs> Damn, Jermaine. It's always Jermaine's fault. Albert Wesker says even the NWO Wall Street Journal is seeing the womenist facade crumbling. Bye-bye, feminism. But I don't know. Do I want it to actually leave? It's actually probably a good thing at this point. I've accepted it. I've accepted our doom. Ultra. Says D.D. Oh, something D.D. Destroy. I don't know what that is. But he says free agent lifestyle for life. I don't know what you're talking about there, sir. What that mean? What that mean? All right. Oh, boy. Let me check over here. Kevin, Kevin Simons or Sullivan says, he says, man, coach, you had me crying, laughing on that B2K killer segment last night. He says, I definitely think. We should be on uh, the lookout for an update on Larry and Martha in three years. Yeah, Martha might have got choked out by the, BT, B, the B2K killer. We now have dubbed him the B2K killer. Yes, man, I'm telling you. Gerald Clay says, great Friday, coach. Good to see y'all brothers here. All right, KT the King, what did you have to say? He says, good morning, CGA. Before you ask what's up for the weekend, I need you to acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. Indeed. He said, have a good weekend. And yes, it's the weekend out here. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? Hey, nigga? the last weekend of 2023, man. Hey, man, please don't go to jail. Please don't go to jail this weekend, man. Have your bail money out. Ninjas is going to be acting up. Pookies are going to be out. Uh, Vegas is going to be litty, by the way. We got great shows here this weekend. Tonight, I believe, um, I believe Neo is performing tonight. Um, Neo's performing tonight or tomorrow. Rick Ross is performing tomorrow or tonight. And Chris Breezy is performing with Kevin Hart, the host here this weekend. Uh, you might find me at all of these locations here. Uh, you might. You might. With a couple of flatbacks, some chocolate flatbacks. All right, some, some linglings. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's going to be crazy this weekend out in Vegas. Yeah, it's demon time all weekend. And people ain't been at work all week. They ain't been at work. They're just going to be drinking. Please don't drink and drive. Please, yeah, you need your bail money. And look, you ain't seeing the judge until Tuesday afternoon or evening at the earliest. Tuesday. Tuesday, gentlemen. Monday's a holiday. You might not see the judge until Tuesday afternoon or evening. So do not act a fool on Friday. Stay in the house. Don't act a fool Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, Ninja. You ain't seeing the judge in two a minute. Your ass going to be locked up. Don't let me down. Ninja going to be in yeah. Mm. Ooh, you starting off the year bad if you get locked up. Don't let my ass get knocked up. Somebody better come bail me out. 
Somebody possibly Wednesday. You ain't lying. You might not see the judge till Wednesday. And, the, and you know the Pope going to be packed. It's going to be packed full of ninjas like sardines. He said, now nah, Wednesday, Wednesday morning, maybe. Oh, sheesh, do not get locked up. Nowhere. Next year, whoo, <laughs> you're going to be locked up. Don't get locked up. Stay inside. All right. Uh, anyway, shout out to Brayon says, Coach, uh, I want to say thank you for responding the way you did uh, to my message about my baby mama drama last night. I was in a dark place, and you helped me out a lot. Thank you again. Yes, man. Let, let's. Yeah, man, our freedom as men is way more valuable than getting revenge on a baby mother. And, and, and let me tell you, uh, let me tell you, for us, they seek revenge on us. I had to have counsel with a young man one day, and I hope everybody's listening to me. Um, a young man, very smart, intelligent man, a very handsome man, pause. He has the ability to become anything he wants in this world. But, you know, sometimes young men get a little distracted. And he was talking about seeking revenge on women. And he says, I'm going to make her pay type of deal. And he was going through some things. And I had to pull him to the side. And I said, listen, that is what women do to men. Your ultimate revenge is basically removing your attention from them and also becoming more successful. That is the greatest revenge. And thus, they will try to find ways to dirty your name. They will try to, you know, even these women coming out 35 years later, they're mad because they're not in a certain position. Our job is to never get revenge on women, even to the point where I've been saying this for years, men want women to lose so bad. I've never been in a position where I want women to lose. Now, if, if, if my success puts them in a losing position, that's going to be a byproduct of what I do. What we do as men is a by, everything women get from us is a byproduct of what we do. So I don't want to see women lose because ultimately when women lose, men lose, all right, because we're the ones that are going to be blamed and put on the front line and possibly targeted and these type of things. Revenge is not a good thing. Never go after revenge of a woman, right? So never get your leg back. Never get your hip back and, unless she's trying to really attack you, okay, like physically. So never seek to damage, harm them. They are meaningless to a point. Unless you are focusing your attention towards them, which is there's no return of investment. There's no there's no great return of investment in focusing your attentions on uh, making them uh, making them pay as opposed to earning and giving them a little bit of your earnings. You rather do that and just, you know, you want to treat them like. We have to be indifferent towards women. You have to be in difference toward them, especially if they're doing some things against us. Remember, it won't last. Much of the damage that they try to attempt to do to the us, they actually do to themselves. All right, there's a rule. There's a rule. Uh, when you punish someone, you actually punish yourself. Anybody ever hear of that rule? It's kind of like a rule. Uh, when you punish someone, you actually punish yourself, right? So if you ground your kids and you punish them, you actually are making it difficult for now. You got to govern the punishment instead of you enjoying your life. So you spend your time as a as a prison warden in your own domicile, punishing your kids. So now you got to govern them and make sure they don't sneak out and make sure they ain't watching TV. You got to check on them every ten minutes. You got to make sure they ain't enjoying them lives and you got to make sure they writing you write write your homework out twelve times. Now you got to read the homework. All right, write the dictionary. Re, re, rewrite the dictionary. Now you got to catch. 
It's a catch-22. Same thing as when you punish your players as a coach. You spend so much time punishing your players, you're going to punish yourself. Okay, you actually make it more harmful for yourself. You make it more work for yourself. Okay, same thing with women. He says, dig two graves when you seek revenge. Damn, that's a great, that's a great one. Dig two graves when you seek revenge. All right, when you're out too busy trying to focus all of your attention, all right, or you're so distracted that you're trying to punish a woman, you end up punishing yourself. It's too damn stressful. <laughs> it's too damn stressful. <laughs> here we go right here. Hey, man. Hey, the best thing men can do, their ultimate weapon is walking away. Your ultimate weapon is walking away, not backhanding them, not making them pay, not making them suffer. All right, walk the fuck off. Leave them alone. Stop paying attention to them. If they do something to you, pay the price to that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. That is the true lesson of manhood. All right, and so I hope that his story allows me to share with you that very thing. That's where you get the best revenge. All right. If you wanted the revenge, that's where the revenge is. And ultimately you get a return of investment while you're getting revenge. Anyway, anyway. Mm. True masculinity over here. True masculinity. I think it is in the spirit of uh, emotion that we want to harm women. They're inconsequential when you have the power of leverage and option and walking away. Become successful. <laughs> Become successful. It eats them alive. It's like a cancer in them. And they try to, you know, maybe get a little money off of you or harm you in a certain, I'm going to harm you in a certain way. That's them. But even when they harm you, they're harming themselves. They're harming themselves. They just don't realize it. You know, they're fallible. They're like children with breasts. Shout out to Chronicles of Judah. They're like children with breasts. They don't realize what they're doing. They're hurting themselves. All right, but anyway. You're going to win in the end. You're going to win in the end. Anyway, it's Flatback Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take you to it. Flatback Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, if it ain't like this, I don't want it on a Flatback flat Friday. I don't care what race they are, ladies and gentlemen. I want it like this, offbeat and everything, but I want it with smiles. I want hair shaking. I want uh, saggy waggies. I want them soggy titties, uh, them eight-cup brigades. I want them out there jiggling. All right, all of that shit. Show it to me, ladies. Uh-huh. Get it. Oh, yeah. Swing that hair. Come on, girl. Swing them little flat backs. Look at them long-ass backs there. Uh-huh. Not a curve in sight. Hey, look at them girls. Yes, no bubbles, no fat BBLs, no lip injections, nothing. Just hair extensions. All right, let's go, girls. Get it. Smile for daddy. Smile for daddy. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Yep, cheerleader effect or uh, listen, baby, you got to be my cheerleader, baby. You ain't got I, you ain't trying to compete with me. I need a cheerleader on my corner. Okay, look at him trying to pop them uh them bones back there. Pop them bones, yeah, girls, get it, get it, indeed, indeed. Get a girls a round of applause. Uh huh. Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> get it, girls. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that brother's starving. Get them leggies out. <laughs> Get them leggies out. Not a big booty in sight. Get them big stanky booties away from me. Lots of chicken cutlet around there. <laughs> all right, shaking a little tail feathers. Ain't that cute? Ain't them girls cute? Look at them. Ain't that cute? Oh, she's taking her little tail feather. Dr. Thunder says, take some of my money. Your sandwich money? No. Hashtag sandwich gang. 
Eat your sandwiches, brother. Eat them sandwiches. I don't want to take your sandwich money. All right, but shout out to the doc, the Dr. Thunder in the building. All right. And if Royal Scott's listening to me, cancel that thing over there. All right, here we go. He got me trying to pay bills. Okay. What are we doing here? Let's get in the straggle. I think it's, is the straggle single theater? Nah, let's get into a little episode of Doom and Gloom CGA. All right, Doom and Gloom CGA, just a small report. It appears that the new, 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 new world. All right, may have had a little bit of a mishap here. Look at this, man. Hey, man, don't pay attention to politics too much. It's going to be a mess in 2024. Apparently, Trump is back on the ballot in Colorado while the state Republicans appealed the ban to the Supreme Court. New, 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 new world order. Donald Trump is battling it out here. And, of course, I'm his favorite African-American. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Yeah, Donald J. Him. Are you the greatest? All right. You know what I'm talking well, about? Well, here's the deal. The, the California, the California, the Colorado Republican Party on Wednesday appealed the state Supreme Court's decision that, that found former President Donald Trump is ineligible for the presidency. The potential first step to a showdown at the national height is court over the meaning of the 155-year-old constitutional provision that bans from office those who engage in an insurrection. But they appealed it, and they ruled four, and four to three, and they had to stay until January 4th, but that's just going to get knocked out of the box. There's an appeal by the Republicans. It'll appear on the ballot. However, in Maine, Donald Trump new, 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 new world order. was knocked out of the box after Michigan the night, the night before kept him on the ballot. So this is going to be a great game of whack-a-mole in legal proceedings. Lawyers are going to get paid filthy, rotten, rich. And they're just going to play this game until we get to the primaries. And then after the primaries, we'll figure out really quickly that the other Republicans didn't have a chance. Donald J. Trump will be the nominee most likely going forward. And there's going to be a whole bunch of kerfuffles and a whole bunch of shit going on here. So pay attention. This is the early stages. This is when the moderates are not paying attention. This is when they're not really getting the details. Uh, they normally catch up maybe about a month or a week before the actual presidential election. Uh, but the most people who are on either sides of extremes are paying attention to these details. And these details will matter later on. But it is neither here nor there. We'll see what happens here if Donald Trey Trump is on the ballot. In most states, he's going to get a W, but I don't know what that means for our country. Our country might be split right down the middle when we might be looking at the second civil new, war. New, 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 new world order. And it's not going to be a physical one. It's not going to be a physical one. It will be more digital. It's going to be a mess. People will be that at each other's neck. Anyway, that's doom and gloom for today. All right, all right. We're ready for a crazy, crazy, crazy ass year. Let's get in a straggle and sniggle theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Straggle and sniggle theater. All right, what do we got here coming up first? Coming up first on Straggle and sniggle theater. Oh, wait about this. Okay, so these are relationships here. What is this on my, my screen? What is this? All right, let me see here. I don't even know what that says. All right, there it is right there. It says, how you get treated when you don't pay bills. 
How you get treated when you don't pay bills? Oh, here we go. Go in the bathroom, go take your clothes off, get in the shower, and come eat some pussy. I don't want no pussy. Did I ask you what the fuck you wanted to do? Go in the bathroom, get your clothes off, and get your ass in the fucking tub. And come eat this fucking pussy, nigga. Man, these skits. Something must be done with these skits. These skits are getting ridiculous at this particular point. Uh, but as you keep seeing here, these skits are like the television shows where they get a lot of views at the belittling of the male. And this is a psychological tactic that are that is being used that gets men into the position of, okay, I'm going to accept my fate. I'll accept my fate. This is actually what's supposed to happen. But I always caution you to never get yourself in a position where you don't have the leverage. You don't have leverage, you get treated like a bitch. Now, maybe you don't get smacked in the mouth, but yes, you end up being with an ugly woman like that and having to put your face between her legs, which is going to be absolutely disgusting. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, but this is out and out misandry with these skits. The skits, the skits go become, they're over the, more over the top, and they give us a little bit of talking points. For me, everybody's aware that the majority of these things are now skits. Everybody's aware of it, but again, you have to look at what they're trying to, the message they're trying to put forth. Like, for instance, sitcoms, movies, and dramas on television have been fake for a long time, yet they have influenced and changed the mindsets of many people. So let's play it again. Um, I don't even know if I can put up with a level, in this level of disrespect, to even record the skit. To even record the skit, I wouldn't even not put up with this much disrespect. Do a little wine song, you Go in the bathroom, go take your clothes off, get in the shower, and come eat some pussy. That sounds like a bad idea already. I mean, take a look at this. I mean, but if you are broke ninja, hey, man, broke ninjas, y'all got to realize, man, the game, the level of game is on. Because y'all be out here telling me you getting it for free, and these be the free girls right here. Ugh. Bathroom, go take your clothes off, get in the shower, and come eat some pussy. Oh, no pussy. oh man, I mean, damn. I mean, wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, listen, I mean, this is straight up misandry to allow this to be on here. I mean, I just imagine if this was the roles were reversed, the gender roles were reversed here. This would be it. People would be outraged. But no, I mean, yeah. Did I ask you what the fuck you wanted to do? Go in the bathroom, get your clothes off, and get your ass in the fucking tub. Wow. If, and, you know, there's people in relationships with women like this. I don't get it. I mean, that sounds like somebody's mother. I mean, one thing that I do not like is women in relationships that treat men like they're that that like she's the mother. All right, I cannot stand that because really I'm an exceptional male. I'm extraordinary. Extraordinary, if you will. All right, but I definitely don't need I definitely can't deal with a woman who believes she's my mother. And this sometimes comes from single mothers. If a mother is used to parenting children, she will treat you like a she'll treat you like a, a child as well. And she'll even lump you in the category as a child. In fact, I might talk about this later if we have time. But I don't know if you remember that guy in Colorado that off his wife, his pregnant wife and his kid, his two daughters, disgraceful individual. He was on the monkey simp. I think he was on a 12 Sims of Christmas. All right. But um, if you actually look at the initial reaction from people, including women, their response was 
that that woman was belittling him, emasculating him through the entire marriage. And she had proof of it on her own social media where people were like, she, she made him delete her. Now, that's an even far-fetched story. That's actually a story that people are uncomfortable with. But even women were going, yeah, she was mothering him. And there was times where she would come on the, her social media and say, I feel like I have three children. And she would literally say he's a child. He acts like a child. Their interactions, she would basically belittle and emasculate the guy. And some women don't like, uh, don't understand that a lot of guys don't want another mother. Some women believe, and this might be rightly so, that men need guidance from women. There's some men that need guidance. I don't know if it's from women, but they need guidance. But sometimes the woman takes charge. This is why they date pookies and dusties. But in my opinion, I'm not one of those niggas. I'm not one of those guys. I'm not one of those guys. I don't need women to guide or mother me at all whatsoever. All right, I've had a lot of women in my life. All right, so... That is a quality that I, that is least attractive to me. So that, that's one of those things. But that's another one right there. I cannot stand that quality in women. If you do not mother, you're a cheerleader for me. You're a cheerleader. You're never going to be a, a parental over me. You'll never have to say, I need to tell you to pick up your shit. You never have to tell me that. All right. And if you so ever as part your lips to believe you have to tell me that, you're getting kicked out. You're getting kicked the fuck out. All right, so anyway, let's go to the next one here. That's just a note. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We're going to go to Puerto Rico here. Shout out to the Boricuas and the Morenas. All right, what is this right here? This woman is going to describe her performance in the bedroom. Two. No. Two. Two. A good dick suck don't sound pretty. No, I don't. That's right. What? My dick suck out the next room sound like a goddamn a, like it's a, a fucking song. It's a beautiful disaster, though. Hung, 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 hung. Oh, Jesus. Remember we was talking about that death sound? Oh. <laughs> Put that dick in the back on the right of my tonsil. I don't fuck around. Oh. <laughs> Some dick like a big girl. Oh. Oh, the humanity. Oh. Man, man. Oh, that's nasty. And she looked nasty to me. Ugh, this is a disgrace. All right, man. Some of y'all did this down bad in the New, New York. Some of y'all is bad down bad in Washington Heights this morning. Some of y'all down bad in the South South Bronx today. All right, look at this piece of humanity here. She's proud of herself. You go, girl. All right, she has a lot to say. A good dick suck don't sound pretty. Oh, yo. No, I don't. That's right. What? My dick suck out the next room sound like a goddamn a, like a, a fucking assault. It's a beautiful disaster, though. Hung, 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 hung. Oh. Remember we was talking about that death sound? Oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> she, she said, that's Philly? Oh, they said she a Philly broad. Okay, she from Philly. All right, yikes. Put that dick in the back on the right of my tonsil. Oh, man, Jesus. Fuck around. The back on the right, <laughs> the right of the tonsil. Look at this face. Oh, imagine if you got to get slobbed off by this one tonight. Yikes. She from Philly? Oh, y'all know, man. Shout out to Philly, Illy Philly in the building. Okay, Philadelphia. <laughs> Some dick like a big girl. Oh. Oh, she probably. Next up. <laughs> That's random. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, um, yeah, you a nasty girl. Oh, that's nasty. Man, did you do? <laughs> Hit the like button for me, man. I would get scared of that. I, she doing all that, I would be like, <laughs> I would be out of there. 
All right. Let me skeet on your face real quick. All right. Y'all saying that's a Philly John. All right. Shout out to uh, Philadelphia. All right. We going to bring the South Bronx back up. We bringing up South Bronx back up. All right. It looks like Lil Bow Wow or one uh, Shad Moss, I believe his name is, is having some sort of contest where some straggles are lining up. I don't know what the contest is, but it says, ladies, is this how thirsty y'all are? running for money all right so let me see if i might have to refresh it let me see if i have to refresh it okay so we got definitely a, a gang of, a gaggle of straggles here look at these straggle daggles they down bad but little bow wow is going to be in a seat and let's go ahead and play it. i have some money damn how much you need <laughs> whatever you feel like giving kind sir <laughs> the fact that i don't like when a woman see what <laughs> Like the fact that I put out the stack like that, and I knew to bring this shit because I know, like, a, now I know, I like, need a man that provides that's yeah, takes pride but sometimes, in being a provider. Like, you feel me? It's just natural, though. Yeah, but I gotta but make sure. I'm this just for bait to see, like, who would jump out of line and just, like, skip every round just to run to the bag. We I'm got not, money. They probably just as like, Nah, because the money comes with some genuine shit. You get I mean, more when you're genuine, genuine, though. I'm a genuine person. But the fact that you got out of line. We gonna, we gonna be no, no, no. The fact that you got out of line and ran up to that shit. I want it. Damn, that's a no. Like, I can't fuck day, with that. Still, everybody want money at the end of the day. I get, we, I want money. Wait, wait, wait. I want money. I want money, too. Damn. I'm gonna put this in your hands, bro. I ain't really gonna fuck with it right now. Like, yeah, I'm already yeah. on payroll. No, I ain't even know that. <laughs> I need a man that takes pride in being a provider. We're here to compete for you and to see if you're a good match for me. A good match for me is a man that takes pride in being a provider. So that's why I asked you that, really, just to see what you was going to say. I know baby girl in the blue, and she ran from way the fuck over there, and she like... She left, bro. She left? After you put the money back in, she left. Yeah, get her the fuck out of here. This is some straggle daggles. He said the child support auction. Oh, I feel bad if if these are your selection of young women. Oh, look at this trash market. All right, and it's not because they're black women. However, these this is trash right here. This is certified straggles. This might be as well be a slave auction at this point. Look at this. Look at this. Are y'all attracted to these girls? Look at these women. These girls look like stank hoes. I mean, goodness. Stank hoes. <laughs> this is, I mean, Lord have mercy. All right, breaking it down here. Uh, why did he whip out the money? I believe mean, I mean, she's talking about we want men that pride themselves in being providers. Really? You disgusting. You bitch. You bitch. Really? Really? Oh, my God. You wouldn't even know what $1,000 looked like if you ever. Please, please. We want men that pride themselves on being providers. You'll never get a provider. You're not looking like that. You won't not looking like that. You're going to get a drug dealer, a pookie, a scammer. That's what you're going to get. This is somebody's daughter too. these hoes been. I bet you 10, five. I bet you half of these women got babies already. Half of these men, half of these women, these women, these transformer looking women, half of them got babies. Already, none of them are over 22, and these are somebody's daughters. Um, That's first of all. Second of all, that little Oompa Loompa that ran up in line, did you see her? She ran out to put some money. She got out of line. Yikes. 
Yeah, that's finesse talk. And then she went right in cooperation when she's nothing but an honorary 304. And then she went right into, oh, hi, kind sir. These girls are nothing. These girls are glorified bedwinches at best. All right, this is crazy. This is nuts. Can I have some money? Damn. How much you need? She said, can I have some money? That definitely is straggle talk right there. Can I have some money? Can I have some money? What does that even mean? Yeah, begging. Can I have some money? <laughs> like, like, what does that even mean? Can I have some money? Oh, here, here's some money. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, here we go right here. <laughs> Whatever you feel like giving, kind sir. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. Right into compliance. And she's laughing about it. God damn, these are some glorified prostitutes, man. <laughs> The Wait, fact that I don't like when a and woman. look at this thing coming up here. And look at who she's passing up in the back. Uh, young ladies, if you're watching me, I know people are probably off put with my commentary right now. If you're watching me, what in the hell is this? What are these women? What is this? These look like street hookers. All of these look like street hookers. I'm pretty sure they are. They're dressed like hookers. <laughs> And oh my god, poor y'all ninjas, man. <laughs> Whatever neighborhood y'all in, because I do realize I spread my info across the world, and I realize that some of these women are your preference. Um if if you live in these areas, I will tell you, travel. You need to travel. These these are these are not these are cockroaches. Right, these are cockroaches. These are probably the lowest of the lowest scavengers of the entire dating marketplace. I'm I'm just letting you know I'm not being racist. Okay. He said that's black culture. <laughs> these are perhaps the lowest women on the dating marketplace. You just don't know it yet. Because you're somewhere in Gary, Indiana. You might be in New York City. I don't know if you know, these are the cockroaches of the dating marketplace. These are not upscale women. These are for the boulevard. They for the boulevard. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. These girls are, these are, yep, scab-pilling skeezers. Scab-pilling skeezers. Hard on the boulevard. These are not future wives. These women are hard for the Martin Luther King Boulevard. <laughs> These girls ain't it. Wowzers. And they're in line. Man, oh my Lord. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> Martin Luther King's fighting. Get, man, almighty. Speaking of what? Apparently, a university chancellor in Wisconsin at the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse, the chancellor is fired over an ongoing prong career with his wife as sexy, happy couple. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be crazy. We're actually hitting a new low. Joe Gao, former chancellor of the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse, these are going to be white people for sure, said the termination violates his First Amendment right in the school's own policy on freedom of expression. And he's been a longtime chancellor since 2007. He got fired on Wednesday by the State Board of Regents, placed on paid leave, effective immediately. However, 
as a terminated faculty member, as a tenured faculty member, Gao will eventually return to his role um, in a as wait return to his work in a faculty role. All right, so they're gonna and when you're tenured, you're almost unfireable. So the good the good thing is the good thing and a bad thing about education is tenured teachers. All right, it's good for the teacher union wise. You cannot get fired. You're well protected. So he'll have a job, but. He had announced this year that he wanted to move back into teaching as a communications professor. All right, but you know what I want to do? It says right here, while the couple used pen names, uh, they oh, let me go back. Uh, it says right here, they learned that Gao and his wife, a former lacrosse professor, Carmen Wilson, had been making pornographic videos together and published two books together about making adult films. I tell you, the spectrum's real. The spectrum is real. While the couple used pen names, Gary and Jerry, Jay Hart, it says uh, for their two published books on Amazon, Married with Benefits are real life adult industry adventures and Monogamy with Benefits, how prawn enriches our relationship. They weren't very secretive about their adult entertainment endeavors. They used their real photos on their social media profile where they went by the moniker Sexy Happy Couple. Their social media pages also advertise their videos as available on Pronhub and OnlyFans. Wow. Well, for research purposes only, we're going to look them up. I'm going to look them up here. Uh, his name is Joe Gao. Let's go see him. You know these are going to be some old white people. All right, Joe Gao, because they be freaky. Them old white men be freaky as hell. I don't know if you know about old uh, white men. White, be, white men be looking real normal. But they be some freak elites. They like to get choked. They be wearing gas masks. They be hiring sugar babies to choke them. All right, whole white dudes be out here freak elite. Ask black women, they know. Um, here we go right here. We do have photos of the happy couple here. Uh, yeah. Oh, he looked like a skis. He looked like a skeezy ninja. He, okay, this is the couple right here. And look at this. Ooh, they got a thick porcelain red hair. Oh, my Lord, ninja. What is going on here? Good Lord. Oh, the humanity. All right, so that's the professor, and the they both were college professors. They both were college professors. Now, he was the chance. Was he the chancellor at one particular point? These ninjas out here in these streets out here. In these streets. Hey, man. Hey, man. The, hey. <laughs> hey, the spectrum is real, guys. Even this, oh, look at the saggy arm wife. Look at the look at the arms on this mastodon right here. Just this is crazy, man. Hey, man, everybody out here are having sex. They wants to have some sex. They wants to have some sex. They're German, you calling them? These are German, all right? They're German, all right? They be out here freaky. Uh, let's see what they look like when they're all buttoned up. See, you can't trust people in suits. You can't trust people in suits. They be out here doing despicable things. Look at them. All right, we're normal, conservative, real buttoned up people. We're educated and we have degrees. We never think about sex. Oh, yes, they do. They out here freak a leak. Man, just imagine all of that prime punani he had on the University of Lacrosse campus. He was recruiting. He was like, yeah, you look good in my. Professor Chancellor Clapcheeks over here. All right, congratulations to those two guys right there. Or, wait, guy and girl. Hey, you can't trust. You can't trust. Stragglers Nickel Theater goes on here. We got Cardi B making an appearance. Uh, Cardi, 
Everything you're going to say here is by your own words. Don't sue me. Here we go. Cardi B is going to talk about why she could not date nice guys. All right, Cardi B. I have dated men that, are, that were extremely faithful to me. Were they ugly? No, no, <laughs> man cute, yeah. super faithful to mm -hmm. me. But it's like a lot of people... You know, when I when that, that whole cheating scandal came out, a lot of people said, like, you deserve somebody faithful. But just because somebody, like, extremely faithful don't make you happy because That's true. the guys that were extremely faithful to me, it just didn't work out. What that mean? Gentlemen, sometimes when you're nice and faithful, it doesn't work out. What that mean? Yeah, man. Nah, that's not what she wants. She wants opposite. She wants to be able to chase you around and not trust you and have drama. All right, for some reason that works out. Okay. Mm -hmm. You just need to find somebody that you really in love with and oh. make you happy. Because oh. I have dated men oh. that are that were extremely faithful oh. to me. Were they ugly? No. No. Oh <laughs> no. All right, so they were faithful and not ugly. And she was like, she said, I'm not happy. All right, so she wasn't happy. I just want somebody out who I love that will cause chaos and drama and break my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Man, cute, yeah. super faithful to mm -hmm. me. But it's like a lot of people, you know, when I when that, that whole cheating scandal came out, a lot of people said like, you deserve somebody faithful. But just because somebody like extremely faithful don't make you happy because that's true. The guys that were extremely faithful to me, it just didn't work out. Mm -hmm. You just need to find somebody that you really in love with and make you happy. Yeah, and so I want you guys to always remember this. I know the women are going to say, Cardi B doesn't represent us. Tell that to the record sales. But I want you to remember that. When you're trying so hard to be nice and faithful, she's bored. Her punani just drying up like the Sahara Desert. All right, you're not exciting. You're not adventurous. You're not spontaneous. It's boring. And you're handsome, high handsome, and handsome turns into boring. But then when you're chaotic, they be like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. Oh, I'm not going to cry. It's not the time because you're not worth my tears. She needs somebody to hit that bottom. You know, give her a case of herpes every now and then. And then they fight over who they got the herpes from. You got the herpes from that ninja. No, I didn't. You got the herpes from me out here cheating on me. She need a guy that go oop up, oops upside her head every now and then. And she could cry and call the police. This is excitement. This is exciting. This is chaotic. This is drama. She needs somebody to talk about when she calls her sisters and her mother. Oh, he did this, and I can't believe he did that. If she ain't got time for that, she's like, ah, she wants a good man. She wants a good man. What happened? Where did all the men go? <laughs> and this is a lot of women, unfortunately. Now, some women grow out of it, but guess what? And that's you. Not after they've been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. <laughs> okay, they'll, they'll, they'll grow out of this at some point. Black women grow out of this like at age 47. They be like, well, I guess I've grown out of that. All right, white women grow out of it at 28. So it's kind of one of those things American women are. Mm. All right, man. I need a guy that beats me up and punches me to show me he loves me. Yeah, that's kind of how the straggle works. All right, we got this straggle right here. She says, this is my goal for 2024. Okay, all right, let's see what she has to say right here. Get your body done in 2024. 
24. Oh my gosh, right here. 24, we're getting our bodies done. We're getting fillers. We're getting Botox. We're literally upping our skincare regimen. Like we're not using drugstore anything anymore. It's nothing but high quality, medical grade, cosmeceutical stuff. We are literally pouring into ourselves. We are investing into ourselves. Whatever makes us happy, fuck the world. Fuck what they think we doing. If you want to lose weight, yeah, we on Ozempic too, okay? Whatever you want to do in 2024, please do that shit because the opinions of fucking peons, the opinions of people who won't do, can't do, can't even fathom whatever, they don't matter. Whatever's going to make you feel more confident, whatever's going to boost your self-worth, whatever is going to make you look in the mirror and be like, damn, I'm that bitch, do that shit. You only have one life to live, babe. So whatever it is, do it. In 2024, we're getting our bodies done. Oh, man. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever you have to do, Ozempic. All right. We out here manufacturing bitches. All right. Get your BBL. Get your tummy tuck. Get your titties. You know what I mean? Get, oh, excuse me. Get your skincare. Uh, get your get your liposuction. Lose weight. Get your Botox. Oh, Lord. Mm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nope. We ain't hitting the gym. We going to be out here bad bitches. All right, man. I told you, man, uncuffing season's in uh, starting. We're loading. Uncuffing season is loading. All right. They leaving all that shit back in 2023. They, they trying to compete. They trying to compete for being straggles of the year. All right, for being these girls. These hoes out here winning, so these girls are out here. What's wrong with this young lady, by the way? I mean, she's not bad. Just her mind is bad. Uh, this woman needs a good uh, community removal. All right, she needs to be removed from the community because she don't realize she she only competing for low-level ninjas. All right, but that's what it is. All right, but but by 44, she'll grow out of it. Like, she should grow up out of that damn wig, but it's neither here nor there. We're getting fillers. We're getting Botox. We're literally upping our skincare regimen. Like, we're not using drugstore anything. Not drugstore anything. I, I don't understand that. I don't know much about skincare. Uh, drugstore stuff is bad. Okay. You're going to need a good sugar daddy. Or you're going to need a good zaddy. Okay, daddy. Man, this woman would good, look good not talking. All right, but here we go anymore it's nothing but high quality medical grade cosmeceutical stuff we are literally pouring into ourselves oh my lord <laughs> this is wild man listen this is wild we're investing into ourselves whatever makes us happy fuck the world oh yeah okay jesus yeah man uh send it send it yeah new, wait a minute new, 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 new world order. send it y'all still yeah what's going on with these straggles after <laughs> world we're pouring into my question is, how are you going to be able to afford all that? That's my question. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We need some like buttons hit right here because that's the end of Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride. Yeah, uh, Sugar Daddy going to have to be in full effect. There's no way she can afford any of all of that. None of that. All right, let's get to a thousand likes. Let's get to a thousand likes. Do me a favor, stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you used to. I look funny, but yo, I'm making money. See, hey, yo, world, hope you're ready for me. Gather around. I'm the new fool in town, and the sound laid down by the underground. I drink about a Hennessy I got on my shelf, so just let me introduce myself. My name is CGA. But well, yo, with the um, all right. Anyway, give me that like. Give me the likes, don't pass the scroll.
I know some people are going to leave. They don't want to hit the like button. But I know you're listening to me. Take a second. You're driving in your car. I know. Don't, don't hit the like while you're driving. You're driving a truck. You're at your retail job. You're in your cubicle. You're in the bathroom listening to me sniggling. All right, come on. Give me 800 likes. <laughs> 800 likes. All right, what are we doing here? I need money says you missed the last 1221 con- contribution. Here you go. Two times. All right, here we go. I missed the last one. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Okay, but I appreciate you. Brandon says rated CGA can get atrocious very quickly. Very quickly. I just, <laughs> I, can, I can get atrocious really quick. That's why I always have to remind myself that it's a family show. It's a family show. Shout out to Stiliani. He says, don't do it to Philly, CGA. We don't claim her. Oh, my goodness. How many of y'all Philly ninjas that got uh, duck sick by that woman? Yeah, some of y'all. Stiliano says, no offense, real men in Philly run from her too. Okay, shout out to her. Yeah, she letting somebody slob her down. Wait, she letting she's letting somebody get slob by her. I don't know what I'm saying here. I don't know what I'm saying. All right, let me see here. <laughs> the album's coming out here. Okay, no, nobody over here. Nobody over here. Nobody over here. Nobody over here. Give me here. Give me, give me a second. I'm loading something up here. All right, <laughs> hold up for a second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back to talking here in a minute. All right, did I get Kaylin? Did I get Kaylin? I think I didn't get Kaylin. Kaylin says, uh, statistically sp- speaking, black women are the least desired women on the dating market. That clip with Bow Wow shows you why. Uh, yeah, that is statistically speaking, uh, black women. But you have to understand that they almost inevitably, uh, people don't, date out like 85% of people date within their own race. So there's not that many black men in America. I mean, I'm not trying to belittle the people here, but statistically it's a small percentage. I mean, it makes up 6% of the U S population black men. Yeah. I think it's somewhere around 6%. If you want to say white man statistics, less than 10%, right? 8%. It's a small population. So then if you think 85% of people date within their race, then that means black women inevitably only have six to seven, eight percent of the population that are gonna select them. Just a quick breakdown. Just trying to be pragmatic, just trying to be a little, just a little logical. They only have access to six percent of the men as possible mates. That's a, that's small potatoes. All right. That's that's small potatoes, man. That, that ain't a lot. I don't know if you know in the comp- com- competitive marketplace, that puts you at a disadvantage. But uh, anyway, then you add the other things that are going on, then it's a complete mess. All right, shout out to No Government Name says, by Cardi B's own admission from that video, she knew that Offset was clapping cheeks coast to coast. She only was upset because she got public in, publicly embarrassed. This is a fact. This is a fact. Um, you guys know, I'm going to tell you a secret about women. <laughs> I always know the secrets. A lot of people understand that many women know their mate is cheating. In fact, in many cases, if their mate 
is not being have any other competition from women, that woman will think something's wrong. Okay? That's a real big secret. Some women, especially if they're, they, over time, if they're with a mate, and that mate does not have a social draw. For instance, let me just take it away from women. If a, if a woman's married to a man, but that man dedicates his time to his woman, meaning he comes home every day at 5.30. He doesn't go out to the nightclubs and bars, the titty bars, none of that. He doesn't go hang out with his friends and drink beers in a garage and smoke cigarettes. He doesn't go out for boys' nights out. He doesn't sneak out at night. She's going to lose desire for that male. She's go- Over time, she's going to lose desire for that male. And somebody's saying, it's competition anxiety. If you're perceived to have no social, no social, uh, you know, no social goals, no friends, she's going to look at you like, what's wrong with you? In fact, I know married people will say they'll encourage their husbands to go out, go, go out, go out, go out with your friends. Why you don't have no friends? Well, he's dedicated his life to him, to, to the woman. And every man knows there's nothing but trouble out there. There's nothing but trouble out there. As soon as a man goes out, he's either going to spend money or find pussy. That's it. So, in other words, it also prevents her from doing dirt, right? Because now she doesn't have freedom to go out and go out. Okay, he went out. I'm going to go out. Okay, he's out with the boys. I'm going to go sneak out over here with the girls. So, he's basically kind of, in a sense, May guarding. He's, he basically, she's going to get frustrated. By that guy. She's going to get frustrated. Now. If the guy is opposite. You might think that she doesn't like it. Well in fact she might not like it. Sometimes for a period of time. She's going to compete for that guy. She's going to compete. She's going to try to do her best. Okay. He can leave me at any point. Okay. He got hoes. I bet she's talking to someone. Okay. Then she'll put on her pretty face. She won't catch herself slipping or she'll eventually wear down with the competition anxiety and she'll get low self-esteem. And oh, you look like you like you like girls like that. I see when we're out, you're looking at girls like that. You like them young girls. You like them thick girls. You like them fat girls. You like them skinny girls. You like them white girls. You like them black girls. You like she'll get competition that causes chaos. So this is the actual truth. If you're in a relationship, keep your hoes. <laughs> For real, because it is no win on either side. By being a boring schlub, she looks at you like a loser. She or you a loser. You ain't got no social media hoes, ain't commenting on your shit. You ain't looking on social media at other girls' pictures. She gonna complain about that. She's also gonna complain, and this is general. This is general. She's also gonna complain if you are liking other girls' videos on social media. If you are chasing this, you'll get some low self-esteem. And he's liking those girls with the big old booties. It, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. And Cardi B, although she does not represent all women, but she says things that make you, she'll say something that, that we can actually talk about. But this is an actual truth. It's an actual truth. There needs to be composition anxiety. You, you rather be damned over there than damned over here. And any woman that tells you she likes boring men 
is a cotton picking lie or she's an old woman. She's old as fuck. That means she's over 34. Okay, 35. She likes boring guys now because she's been riding a cock carousel for 10, 15 years. <laughs> now she likes boring guys. How many women that are in their prime, in, in their prime attra- for tra- attractiveness for men, how many women in their prime are talking like that? Very few. Very few. And that's where it matters. Remember, when these things only matter when you're in your prime. Not when you're an old woman. Well, I actually like boring guys after, <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's tell it how it is. That's what we do. What are we doing? JC says, I did some triage on my past relationships and discovered every breakup was related to a life-changing decision I had made. My baby mama left because uh, when I became an engineer. My last ex left when I became a 3D artist. He says, both doubted me, and that's a fact. All right. Remember, most uh, people, most people engage with people the way they are, not who they're going to be. And so if you do make a change, it will rupture even just friendships, uh, relationships. It will rupture your experience with even your children um, and with mates. So you have a career change. Some women ain't sticking around for that shit. They ain't sticking around. I mean, (laughs) Excuse me. I actually have um I actually have uh experienced this significantly because as as people, we change careers and change jobs all the time. But if you're with a person, let's say you're married, and guys, listen to me. When you're married, please be who where you want to be and where you want to stay if you're going to get married. Because if you get married and you say, "Oh, honey, let, I'm going to change careers." You're going to scare the shit out of her. Now, to me, it's scary bullshit anyway. It's scary. But you're going to scare her. You're going to scare her, her family. They're going to, what? You're going to do what? You're going to start a business? You're leaving your job? You're going to leave You're gonna leave that job? It's scary. And rightly so, because you're going to go through some significant struggle. Change is not easy. So you're going to go through some struggle trying to adjust to your change. Oh, they're going to run, man. They're going to be like, what the fuck? That, please don't do this. Please don't do this to us, to me. And I've actually had people tell me to stay at a job that paid peanuts in order to, in order to uh, please them and not go through the change. Don't do this. A job's a job. Stay at that job. If I told you what that job paid me per month <laughs> versus what, never mind, I can't say it. Private investigators are watching it. But that job, what that job paid me a year, I can't say it. I can't say it because I have court action against me, (laughs) right? But I want to say what I want to say. They wanted me to stay there as opposed to me to try to explore and become better. It is wild. It's wild. But guys, when you're dealing with women, that's one of the things you have to deal with, especially in relationships and marriage. If you change jobs or careers or focuses or a business, he said, don't say it, Ninja. I can't say it. I can't say it because Ninjas is trying to pocket watch me right now. So I can't say it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I plead the fifth. Private investigator watching me like, say it, Ninja, say it. I can't say it. I could give you a hypothetical, but 
I'm keeping it a little on, low, on the low. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's continue. Moving on. Charles E. says, CGA, my ex, he says, my ex baby mama sent me a text message treating me, uh, wait, threatening me, I think you mean, to delete me. So I went to the cops and they said, there's nothing they can do. Take her to custody court. So she threatened to delete you? Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Um, a threat is not really anything you can, I don't know what you can do. But yeah, you can take her back to family court. Uh, but again, you're probably going to spend $10,000. You want the $10,000? Is that important to you? It's not going to be free. Justin O says, before you embark on a journey of revenge, dig two graves. That's from Confucius. That is a beautiful saying. Before you embark on a journey of revenge, dig two graves. That's a fact. I think revenge is dumb. I think revenge is often uh, fulfilled passively by pursuing your own endeavors, and success is the greatest revenge. Okay? Success is the greatest revenge, and I think revenge comes from feminine. I know you guys are going to say it's a feminine quality. Because it is hopped up on emotion. But listen to that. Uh, Aaron says, guys, please hit the like button. Please, pretty please. All right, we're begging. JC says, book my flight to Philly as we speak, Sean. All right, he's going to get waxed down by that. Okay. All right, Strident Herman says, CGA rated dangerous for weak minds. But CGA is also rated E. Because everyone can get figuratively, figuratively folded by the undisputed Truth, blessings, coach, the undisputed. All right, everybody can catch wreck on this show, even myself. Vino says, a friend I took under my wing at the gym, I guess right here. There's a comma there. I don't know, so right here. Jim Red Pill Driving. Oh, that's his name? Okay, that's his name. A friend I took under my wing, Jim Red Pill Driving, now wants to date a known thought because he's lonely and I'm at a new job, so he is on his own now. Okay, he's on his own. Hey, man, is he really dating her, or what is he doing with her? Is he falling in love? Ninjas be lonely out here. I don't know how y'all get lonely. I don't know, man. I dive too much. I got too much shit going on over here. <laughs> but I, I think for the most part, yeah, man, loneliness is a weird thing. I don't know. And people think I'm, a, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't get this loneliness. Maybe like on a, maybe like on a Saturday, maybe sometimes the weekend does get long where it's like an extra long weekend and you're like looking at it like, damn, it's only two o'clock PM on a Saturday. What am I going to do? <laughs> then all of a sudden, damn, it's only six. Like the day's just progressing longer. And you're like, I still got all day Sunday to spend by myself, man. I like my loneliness. I love my peace. I love my peace. My thing about this loneliness thing is that most women, when they come into your life, they are chaotic like a mother sucker. Like, they don't bring peace. And you got to realize, when you bring a, if you're lonely, let's just say you're lonely. When you're lonely, you might forget all the bullshit you got to put up with, with women. And, of course, vice versa. They got to put up with our shit, too. I get it. I get it. But I'm not, I don't talk from their perspective. I only talk from male perspective. I don't try to see it their way during the show. Right, I don't have time to speak both sides. But let's just say I was like, oh, I'm extra lonely. Let's just say. <laughs> and I was like, 
perhaps I'll start dating and I'll get on Tinder and I'll meet some woman and then she'll love bomb me and then she wants to spend time and what are you doing Friday? Okay, she comes over Friday and then Saturday. She's just all up under my shit. I'll be like, man, she ruins my nap time because I normally want to chill. You know, I want to get lazy. I want to cut a video. You know what I mean? I want to go run some errands and then I got to consult her on everything I'm doing or report how my day went and what I'm going to do and why I can't meet up with her. And then she got to come in here and then interrupt my flow. I ain't, no, no, no. Don't interrupt my flow. <laughs> I don't got no time for that. I need to go kick it at the cigar lounge. Can I go? Okay. I don't want to go. Cause I don't like smoking my hair. Oh my God. <laughs> That's too much. That's too much. It's just, that that's too much to interrupt my fucking peace. <laughs> that's just too much to interrupt my peace. Then they want to sit on the couch and cuddle, sit on, okay, let's watch a movie. Oh, fucking, you always fall asleep during the movie. Oh, my Lord. That's why I be going to the junior college. I go to the junior college. I be like, all right, Saturday at 830, I know what I'm going to be doing. All right, wing, wing, coming through the door, clap cheeks. She goes home, and now I'm not lonely. <laughs> asking me questions asking me where the cups are all right oh where the cups okay they're in that cupboard over there why are they over here it'd be easier if they were over here oh my lord would you leave perhaps i can reorganize your cabinetry oh, shit. now she's reorganizing my shit you know what i mean because she just why why are you here <laughs> i traded all that I, I'm dealing with all that because I was lonely last weekend. See, that's how I look at it. I'm a little pragmatic. You know what I mean? I just can't even. I can't deal with that shit. That shit is annoying to me. I would rather be lonely than annoyed. <laughs> right? I would be rather lonely than annoyed. And I know, ladies and ladies, you can't help it. You can't help it. You're annoying. You're annoying. I don't care what you think you're. I'm actually cool and calm. You're annoying. <laughs> they be annoying just sitting there. Right, here we go. Just laying there, you annoyed. I mean, like, I'm annoyed just because you're here. All right, come on, man. Get out. <laughs> All right, anyway. I can't only deal with them for so long. All right, anyway, yep, pay to leave her. I mean, look, man, you came here and you went. Here's a couple of things. You're rewarded to leave. I don't have time to deal with this. You guys don't realize um, if you're in a relationship and some of you free peace leave getting ninjas, I get it for free. You don't realize how much torture you go through trying to deal with women for free. You go through so much psychological torture, just bitch babble, just running her mouth, just her being there. Uh, just trying to consider her feelings and her thoughts. Are you hungry? Oh, yeah, I'm hungry. Okay, cool. All right, what are you making? What do you mean, what am I making? All right, can we just order something? Okay, all right, let's order something. What do you want? All right, whatever you want. The fuck? All right, man, look. <laughs> you just wasting. That's super duper wasteful. I cannot deal with that on a regular basis. Periodically, okay periodically okay like every once a month once every two months once every three months i cannot deal with that shit man oh no 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 i'll be lonely all day long 
I already know. I'm already going to be lonely. Then you order the shit. No, I really didn't want that. I wanted sweet potato fries. Oh, never mind. You like mayonnaise on your sandwich? I don't like mayonnaise on my sandwich. <laughs> like, just constantly just. Ladies, you guys know this about yourself. You talking just to talk. You, they talk just to talk. Just like. <laughs> would you shut up? Like, really? I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> Can I ask you something? You just did. Wow, you so silly. No, can I really ask you something? You already asked me something twice. Never mind. Okay, ask me. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, the women in here are all messed up. They mad in here. Ladies, are y'all mad? I just saw, I just told you. Okay, let me see here. We got Luis in the building. Shout out to Luis for the 355. All right, shout out to you. Okay, I don't think we got much here. I, I'm, I'm just trying to see what, I'm just trying to load up a page as we're talking. All right, let's see here. What do we got here? Kaylin says one more thing. <laughs> he says, a woman may not want you to cheat on her, but she needs to know you could. Women need competition anxiety. They do. Uh, they call that abuse as well, so watch out. They, everything's abuse. What is not abuse at this point? I mean, but listen, that would be abusive as well. He's so, him so abusive. All right, almost to 1,000 likes. And Agent Machine says, women get revenge, men seek justice. Shout out to y'all. You guys are so goddamn smart. Indeed, you guys are smart. Okay, women seek revenge, men seek justice justice 100% because we're always thinking pragmatically let's give it back right here to the late 1980s your boy Jermaine Jackson is being sued of course lawsuits are the new divorce sued for allegedly a 1988 sexual assault not even the women on social media are buying this shit you should see the comment section here women's it says right here they will give you the details so even women are going, this is trash. And if you look at the comment section, they're like, women ain't shit out here. Uh, you know what I mean? They like, girl, bye. You should have called the police. You're going to go to Motown before the police. Okay, next week, it's going to be Santa Claus. Women says, I'm going to need y'all to wrap this shit up by 12-31-23. This woman says, or it looks like a woman, it says, if you're broke, just say that, ma'am. Yes, it's your, hey. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Yep. Uh, This woman says, he's sorry, now bye. We're not doing this. Indeed, this woman says their intentions to bring the black man down is on the rise. This shit is getting out of hand. This woman says this the new PPP scam I see. Because what? Yeah, Uh, this is getting sickening at this point. It's getting sickening. Uh, I get it, man. If If you were assaulted, abused, or anything, man, listen, it's no good. But uh, you got people coming out of the woodworks because they broke as a joke. This shit getting sad. It's getting sad. It says there, the details says, the lawsuit from plaintiff Rita Barrett, Rita Barrett, alleges that the Jackson 5 co-founder forced his way into her home and assaulted her in the 1980s. She definitely in a bind. Uh, It says right here, 
Uh, he has been accused of an SA and battery in a new lawsuit viewed by Pitchfork, filed by plaintiff Rita Barrett in the L.A. Superior Court on Wednesday. The lawsuit alleges that Jackson assaulted her in 88 and also named Jackson's company. Oh, okay. She got, boy, she's pulling this. She's pulling. <laughs> she definitely in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. So she's suing his production company um, as defendants. That's definitely what you would do per the filing. Barrett knew Jackson for several years before the alleged assault, connecting with him professionally on his music as a musician contractor or, or, and through Motown Records founder Barry Gordy, who apparently had a working relationship with Barrett's husband. The lawsuit alleges that in spring of 88, Jackson arrived at Barrett's resident unannounced, forced his way inside, and assaulted her sexually. Wow. Mm. Or did you have an affair? The lawsuit also alleges that the day after the assault, Barrett disclosed the incident to Barry Gordy. Well, that's guess that's what you do. Who the lawsuit states was uniquely uh, situated to both report defendants Jackson's act acts to aid plaintiff during her time of trauma. Instead, the filing continues. Mr. Gordy withheld and concealed the act, further per- perpetrating, perpetrating, or perpetuating the cover up, and allowing Mr. Gordy. Uh, Jet Jermaine and others in business relationships to continue to reap profits derived from Jermaine's work and reputation for years to come. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right. The filing seeks damages for sexual battery, battery, sexual assault, and negligence. All right. Barrett's lawsuit was filed as part of the California Sexual Abuse and Cover-Up Accountability Act. One of the multiple recent acts that temporarily weighs the statute of limitation on certain civil claims that handle sexual misconduct. So they're going way, way back. And take a look at Jermaine Jackson. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right. And so what she attempted to do was uh, resolve this with the record company, but she did not call the police. Um, this, this is the power dynamic that women seek to remove so they're not being victimized again when we get to the power couple conversation this is what's happening here they they don't want any parts of this they want their own power in their relationships and what happens is men with power money prestige status the things that men chase in order to get leverage in many things including relationships women sequel to equalize themselves and these are what these lawsuits are doing because women want their own power as well but they don't realize they're tipping the scales and making relationships harder with them sadly that that there's no way to defend yourself from these allegations you do have to go through the normal course of defending yourself which is potentially uh hiring attorneys spending attorney fees negotiating with the other party's attorneys on this matter potentially settling and then being accused of being guilty because you settled but it's going to be cheaper for him to settle this case unfortunately it's going to be cheaper for him to settle this case um but I would like to know, is the evidence that you could present here on this one right here is if there's any of this black shit, whatever this black shit is on his hair, whatever this makeup is, if you can present one pillowcase, because even Monica Lewinsky saved her dress with Bill Clinton's nut on it, pause. If you can get one pillowcase, with this black tar, whatever this pomade is in this artificial ass hairline, 
if you could perhaps get whatever this makeup is that covered up all of these Botox needle cradles, craters on his face. <laughs> one towel, one rag where he nutted and wiped it off your belly and then and wiped his hairline, anything. Whatever the matching spray paint is, maybe we can go to the Home Depot, get matching spray paint cans, match it up with the pillowcase. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> you definitely going to be guilty as a mother sucker if you can produce a towel, any goddamn thing, a wash rag. I don't know. A pillowcase, a, a, a covey cover. <laughs> that would definitely, I'll be like, all right, did you guilty as a mother sucker? Throw him in jail. Because there got to be something. He could not have, he could not have uh, performed sexual acts on you without sweating that shit all over the place. What the hell? All right. He had a new nose, his nose cover, whatever the hell, his eyebrow stencil. There got to be a pillowcase of him burying his face in the pillow, whatever this pomade is. Mm. All right. This would, that would clear the case up real quick. The fuck? All right, shout out to Jermaine Jackson. And by the way, it's your fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right, let's get into the next story right here. Uh, let's see here. We do have, uh, what was, what's the next one here? Oh, hit it or quit it. Okay, we playing hit it or quit it. All right, I'm excited. Let's get it right here. All right, hit it or quit it right here. Uh, this woman says uh, women have nine different orgasms. Oh, man. Okay, all right. Y'all niggas really can't keep up. If y'all can't get women to bust nine different nuts. All right, but I know this about women. Women's bodies are extremely complicated, very sensitive, and just you sticking yourself in them is not going to do it. Now, some of you guys are going to say, who cares? Who cares? I'm not trying to please her. Well, I mean, listen, that's your thing here. Sometimes it's fun when they squirting all over you and whatnot. Oh, by the way. This show is rated CGA. It's a family show, but cover your kids' ears for this segment. Cover your kids' ears for this segment right here. All right, there is fun. All right, as a matter of fact, as you get older, there's not much they can do for you to get off, especially if you're experienced. Um, you actually kind of have to imagine. Uh, ladies, cover your ears. All right, you covered? All right, good. Uh, as you get older and have experience, you actually have to imagine another woman even if this woman's attractive, you actually have to think of somebody else in your spank bank, especially if you're married. All right, I hear these married women be like, my husband can't even get it up. I'm going to go get a younger guy. And I'm like, listen, I know he's 40 and up and he can't. He goes a little flaccid every now and then. It is not because he's 40. It's because he keeps banging you. You know what I mean? It's because you're 40. It's because you're 50. I mean, you don't really realize that he got to look at you while he's doing it. Now, ladies, if you're with a guy and he's always closing his eyes and he's digging his face in the pillow, he's looking at your feet, he's doing things other than looking at you. Yeah, he's thinking of somebody else. He's thinking of a coworker or a young Jean he saw at, you know, Whole Foods. And sometimes he loses it. You know what I mean? He loses it. Sometimes he even looks at you. And his soggy chesticles, and he's like, oh, man. So you can't be mad when he actually goes, it's not ED. 
It's just that he keeps banging. You're 46. He's 46. He done banged on you for 10 years. He's not going to be able to keep it up. It's not, he can't keep it up. It's just that, I mean, how many times can you go to the well? Yeah, his face is in the pillow. Like he's Mountie Girl on the missionary. He ain't making out with her. He just got his face in the pillow, closed his eyes. It's all what it is, but <laughs> he thinking of a young girl he saw earlier that day, but it's okay. I know you guys don't want to hear that. You always want to blame the guy. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> Back to what I was saying. Some guys don't. It, it, what happens is even if after a while, there's only so much fun you can have doing this activity. It's fun. The lead up is more fun than sometimes even the activity. But sometimes there's fun in seeing how she's over there going through convulsions. That can be fun. That can be very fun. And then once she's had her fun and now you have a wet spot, now you can actually go about finishing up the job by thinking of another person. So you go to your spank bank. All right, who can I think of? All right, yeah, all right, yeah, okay, all right. Don't say nothing. Don't move. Don't wiggle. Don't do nothing here. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> and she faking it. She waiting to get done. You know, she trying to figure out how to get you to finish. Remember, cover your kids' ears. Cover your kids' ears. But in this situation here, this woman's going to go over that. There's nine different ways for her to come. This is crazy. All right, so we're going to pull her up here, and um, she's going to explain it. And, yes, women's bodies are complicated. They cannot just take friction and that be it. Some women going to need a little bit more stimulus than this. So let her explain it right here. This is the young woman. It looks like a, uh, she looks like a black or a black Asian, a Blasian, or a Filipina. Uh, with fake color contacts, but let's go ahead and go with it. I mean, there's nine different orgasms. A woman can have an orgasm just by thought. So there's a thought-based orgasm, skin. If you just even just stroke a woman's skin, you can have an orgasm through your breasts as a woman. You can have a clitoral orgasm, a vaginal orgasm, an anal orgasm, and also a cervical orgasm. How many orgasms is that? But the strongest is definitely a cervical orgasm. That literally will enlighten a woman. That is the deep deepest, most pure orgasm that a woman can get. And not very many women have experienced this. We need to be learning more about how to have pleasure. You can manifest your wildest dreams through sex. For women, there's nine oh. different orgasms. Hold on, hold a woman on, can on, have on. an orgasm. All right, so she described which ones they are. Um, shout out to her. No judgment on this one. You know, uh, we have to understand one thing here. And I'll, I'll give a little bit of credit for women. Is that they've been sexually repressed quite significantly. Uh, because we live in a Puritan society. So a lot of women don't even know how, what to do and how to perform. Um, and definitely this is inhibited, especially when they're with inexperienced men or men who have premature, you know what I'm talking about, men who don't know what they're doing or men who aren't concerned with the pleasure of the woman. So they have this thing that is working against them so that when they end up in these situations, it sometimes can end up in a, just a clusterfuck. Really, it's just nothing happens, especially younger women have to go through this as well. Um, when younger women that actually experience an older man, they will find out like, oh, shit, I ain't been really having no sex out here dealing with these little Chad Rones coming in there with their five strokes and busting up and getting up. So they'll deal with an older guy that knows how to take a little bit more time. So this does happen as they go through life and experience it. But it also is uh, they also are misdirected by watching male oriented pornography. 
which makes them feel like they got to do all of these things that really doesn't get them off. It actually gets the guy off. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot of stigma related to touching themselves and exploring themselves. So you are getting with women who think they don't know what they're doing. They're focusing on pleasuring you as you pose a pleasure in themselves. This stuff doesn't last very long. And they often leave disappointed. Most women are disappointed. And there's the, there's the, oh, I'm not concerned about our pleasure. Yeah, I mean, listen, if that's your take, that's your take. You'll grow up at some particular point. All right, that definitely is a young man's take. At some point, you'll grow up. And it'll actually, because there's only so much you can get from him. It actually will be a little bit more better after a while to actually see her go through convulsions. That actually is a little bit more exciting. But there are some young guys that, you know, under 32, they, they always talk like that. Yep, at some point, you'll grow up, <laughs> right? Because you'll get tired of wasting all that time for five strokes. So uh, anyway, you guys got to understand that once they start exploring themselves and they open up the Jezebel's box, which is the Pandora's box, you will see them explore sexual toys, uh, rabbits and batteries and bullets and all of these things, USB devices and all of that stuff, right? So that's what's eventually going to happen with them. They'll start exploring themselves and they're going to find out that the normal interaction in bed with men is not going to stimulate them. Not at all. It's not going to stimulate them. So, yeah, she can be with you. She can like the feel of you. It's natural, but it's not going to get her off. Most of the time, you're not getting her off. And some guys don't care about it. But some guys that might care, you ain't, you ain't got the equipment. You don't have the ability because it takes a lot of stimuli, as she's saying here, that can be stimuli on the chesticles. Some people can get off by kissing or neck or G-spot or clitoris or uh, uh, or you're, you're stimulating with your hands, fingers, mouth, any of these things, all right? Sometimes rubbing her clitoris as you're providing friction close. Not that pound shit, all right? Not that. So that's not going to get her off. Some women, it gets off. Some women, it doesn't. Some women want it slow, uh, nice and slow. Some women want it, it's, it's crazy. So every woman's different, and that's where we're at. Some women, you're going to hit that, as she said, the bottom. Some men don't have the equipment to hit that bottom, <laughs> right? Some men don't have the equipment to hit that bottom. Some people, some women like to be tied up, submitted, submitted. That's how they get off. And, and one thing that hurts them is that if they present that from some women want to get choked, some women going to get choked. We guys got to realize once you grow up, once you become older, you'll find that that is the case. That some women want to be stimulated stimuli in a variety of different ways, not just with no missionary sex. Your wife wants missionary sex because she wants you to get it over with fast. And she just lays there like a Carl's Jr. star. She knows that's what's going to get you off. So she'll say, what do you want me to do? And she'll assume the position as soon as possible. And then she'll, okay, you like it with my face down, ass up? Okay. And she wants you to uh, uh, finish it off. The one thing that hurts them is... If they bring this up to you, you'll feel like either they're dictating the performance, which is not maybe going to feel good for you, or you're going to do something you don't want to do, or you're going to call her a whore. <laughs> okay? You're going to call her a whore. You're going to be like, oh, you a freak. Some dudes will be turned on it. But even if you do that, she knows if, even if you like it, you might not want to marry her. You might not want to marry her. So she'll say, if I'm too freaky, 
then he's just going to use me as a freak object and I'm never going to get a relationship. So she'll keep this shit to herself. And we have to understand, I'm going to teach you guys. Many of us are not, you're actually, many of us are in a situation where the woman is holding back. The woman is holding back who she really is and want to be certainly in the bedroom and certainly in many aspects of relationships. This is how we get cheated on. This is how we find her getting her cheeks clapped or find her somewhere getting her bottom hit because we don't want to take instructions. We don't focus on her pleasure and or we would judge her for her freakiness. There was a scene that pulling hair, hair pulling. Yep. There's a scene in the movie Great Balls of Fire that has the, um, uh, he was with this young cousin who was 13 in the movie, unfortunately. But in the movie, when he first became intimate with her, he was surprised at how she was performing in the bedroom, which he jumps out of bed and says, what are you doing? And she says, what? He's like, I thought you were a virgin. I thought you didn't. And then she's like, I am. However, she was like, he said, virgins don't act like this in the bed. Essentially, what he was saying is she was enjoying it too much. She'd act like she knew what she was doing. And guess what? Mm. Now, let's just say these two people were consenting adults. That woman is now going to fake it. Once she knows that that's what your judgment is, now she has a propensity now to fake the entire experience instead of enjoying it and letting you enjoy it because you scared her back into boom. That's kind of how it works. That's kind of how it works. This is why a lot of women are sexually dissatisfied in relationships while they're single and all of that stuff. Now, that's just from their perspective. This is why they lay there and give you marital missionary because they know it's a waste of her time anyway. So they're just going to just let you do what you need to do, hump on her, and then keep it moving. And then she'll get her battery, her rabbit. She'll get her little device. She'll get her schlong. She'll get whatever she needs to get to figure it out. And um, there was an article that I was going to read that actually describes that where the woman doesn't even want him to have intimacy. There's a wife. She doesn't even want him to penetrate her. She only wants him to use toys on her. So, I mean, this happens. This happens. Just because. So when she ever figures out what gets her off, if you want to pursue relationships, you might want to figure that out. If you don't care, well, good luck in your relationship. Good luck. If you don't care and uh, you want to just go out here and get your nut off, well, I would assume you would be going to street hookers. That, that would be a, definitely a place for you because you're not going to keep a woman not figuring that out. This is also, yep, this is also why pool boys, personal trainers, uh, pookies, sometimes ninjas that know what they're doing, this is why they then select people 80-20 because they know this guy knows what he's doing, at least in one aspect. Some women won't figure this out until they find a guy that knows how to do this. They don't even know what gets them off. Then they'll find a guy that is willing to explore with her, and then they'll get off, and then that guy, that guy is forever that girl's, right? She's never going to leave him. Even if she gets married to someone else, she'll come back to him because he knows how to get her off. Right? She knows. Not many people know how to get a woman off. And, it, and when she finds one, she's going to stay with that guy. 
you got to remember, women are human beings. They're not women. <laughs> They're human beings. They can only want to get off by themselves for so long. They'll do it. But if they find a guy that knows how to do it, even if you marry her, she's going to go back to that guy at some particular point. It's what it is. It's what it is. So all of these things that we talk about, males, female relationships, we're always looking at it from our end. I'm just letting you know over all the time here, we call it alpha widowed and all this stuff. Really what that guy's able to do is unlock her desire sexually. That's what he's able to do. And that's why she always runs back to that guy. Yep. We always want women to have these repressed thoughts of sex. But the reality is, eventually, eventually that's how you lock her in. <laughs> he can hit that bottom. He'll be willing to put his face in between her thighs and wear her thighs like earbuffs. He's patient with it. He'll get his and give her hers. She'll stick around. Yep, she'll cheat on you. She'll do all of this shit. Anyway, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, nine orgasms. Uh, yes, I believe it. Because, and by the way, one more thing. Um, every woman is different. That's another thing you're gonna find out. What works on one woman won't work on another. Women are very complicated. So some, but you can almost sometimes unlock it. So you'll be like, I know what to do, and then you'll do it, and she'll have no reaction, none. None. She won't have no reaction. And you're like, oh, the last woman I'm with, she liked this. Well, the other woman, that does nothing for them. It's, it's somewhat amazing. It's somewhat amazing. He says, no man should ever go down on a woman. Oh, man, boy. I mean, there's some guy. Listen. All right. Um, good luck. Good luck out there. I mean, listen, I'm not prescribing anything. I'm not telling you to do anything. But some of these thoughts, I mean, when you say things like that, when you say things like that, Pete, please put your age next to your statement. <laughs> when you say things like that, please put your age next to your statement, just so I know who I'm dealing with. Because I feel like I got a lot of young guys in here. And they're just like my inner pookie. Ninjas think only pookies have sex. I mean, it's, it's, it's drastic out here. Y'all is drastic. All right, y'all, please put your age next to your thoughts. Please put your age next to your thoughts. You guys are some, you guys are some weirdos, man, I tell you. Because I be listening to some of y'all be like, hey, man, y'all going to have a tough-ass time out here. Y'all going to have a tough-ass time. <laughs> he said, the smell is bad. Yep. Smell is, the women smell. They stink. <laughs> women stink. What you think you smell like? You think you smell good? <laughs> you think your nuts smell good, pause? You think in between your legs smell good? <laughs> when you say that, please put your age next to him. He said, hell, Christmas break. No, you got to say something, then put your age. You got to say something, then put your age. All right, we got another woman here. We got another woman here that has this to say, a uh, similar subject matter. Let's see here. Don't put your age just to put your age. Here we go right here. Uh, we got a woman that says, what I learned while roster dating. Okay, here we go right here. You see on your screen, listen, look on your screen. When I tell you the spectrum is real, 
the spectrum is real. This woman's going to talk about her roster dates. Take a look at the woman. She's a five. She's a five. She's somewhat plump, like not even thick. She's plump, nondescript, what looks like she's Asian, very nerdy, looked like a nerdy girl, and she's talking about her roster. Again, at a time, there's been a time where women could not talk about this stuff. But in our male brain, we believe because they didn't talk about it, they didn't do it. This is where I'm trying to educate you men, where they were doing it even though they couldn't talk about it. Remember, they can't tell you certain things because your male ego can't handle it. But now, because they have TikTok and Instagram, they're free to talk about it, and you will see people free to say, hey, I agree. Yes, sis. And you will see women like this who you will Okay, this woman's innocent. Maybe she's wifey material. Maybe she can't get a guy. She's about to talk about roster dating. Let's get to it right here. Anything like me where you're kind of a certified lover girl and you know historically you have a pattern of being infatuated with men even before exclusivity which leads you to idealizing these men. I feel like you should try roster dating because I'm all the above and I went roster dating. I dated about six guys in eight to ten days. I learned something very special about myself. If I come on here and I'm like oh my god I met this guy and he did x y and z for me. The more I admire them the hotter they get to me. The reason why this happens is because I'm so used to dating one person at a time so obviously everything they do i'm like wow look at you i realize that i'm very capable of picking out these little things in men that i admire about them i started realizing that me admiring men is not special and unique instead the biggest indicator of what makes me feel more attracted to them is when i can tell that these men are working extra hard to figure out how can they admire me are they asking the right questions to get to know how my life has panned out how do i emotionally react to the events in my life so that they can better get to know me and also they can understand how they can support me when i'm going through these emotional decisions i deserve to meet someone who is as excited to admire me as i am to them i still think like obviously i want to admire my partner i just think that comes very easily for me and should not be an indicator of how interested i am in this other person want to meet someone who's like so excited to get to know you're anything like Okay. All right. Who cares what she's talking about? But what they're giving you is a glimpse into things that was somewhat of a secreted life before. It's no longer a secret. This is the spectrum. So this is a seemingly a UCLA, UC Irvine Ling Ling, probably quiet, somewhat introverted. She's not ratchet. So let, let's come back to these young ladies here. Let me see if I can pull these young ladies up. She's not ratchet. And you would perceive these girls to be talking stuff like this. But guys, it's a new day. Yes, it is. It's a new day. Because we live in a sexually open, sexually expressive, empowered world where women have many, many options. Some women, not all, will explore this. Some women, I mean, some women, let's see, all women will explore this. Some women will experience this. This is what we call the cock carousel. All right, but... We're now in a time where they can openly express it. And of course, we come with our judgment. But I'm just here to tell you. This is what I'm here to tell you. At some point, guys, you're going to have to recognize that this is where we're going. Then they pull it back and say their past doesn't matter. 
You're going to be hard pressed to not. This is where we're at. This woman's got multiple men. This one at a period of her life, six to eight men in a matter of days. Now she might do this for a week and give it up and, and come back to being monogamous, if you will. But even this woman, this is why people call it the 80, 20 rule and all of this crazy shit. Because they'll have guys and they'll be up in their guts. They'll have fun. They'll always be there. Some will be ever present. Some will be alpha widow, you know, alpha widow her. Some will have good. They're, they're forever with her. Microchimerism. They're forever with her. Now, I don't know if she's having sex with all of these guys, but just opening this up will make it difficult for her to close it back. Close that door. This is a Pandora's box. Pandora's box. So these are kind of where your future wives are going. And they're, they're in there killing her. But this is what I'm telling you about the male ego. Okay. This is what I'm telling you about the male ego. You can't, they won't tell the truth if you continue to ridicule. All right. Even men do this in, in a certain way. Like, you know, when you're first being a YouTuber in the red pill space, if you will, metaphorically, people will stop you. They'll try to stop you from talking about it. Now, once you're experienced, like myself and build a platform over years and have plenty of catalog. Like I don't get people stopping me from doing it every now and then a male will try to do it, but, but I don't have the who hurt you. I don't have that shit going on in my comment section. And that, you know, every now and then somebody will come in and peek their head, but they know what I do. I'm standing on it and I haven't quit. So there's nothing, even demonetization hasn't made me quit. So they're like this ninja. All right. He, he got it. He got it. He, there's no stopping him. He has way too much support. He's too big. My little comment ain't going to stop him. All right, they demonetized me 10 times on this platform. Ain't stop me. I've had Instagrams deleted and TikToks deleted. Ain't stopping me. So they're like, they ain't stopping this ninja. But if you're a new creator, they'll try to stop you. And this is because they want you to change your behavior. Stop telling the truth. Now, this woman's telling the truth and we ridicule her. And guess what? Sometimes they stop. Does that mean they stop the action? I want you to understand as a man. Does that mean they stop the action? Here's my truth to you men. They don't. It doesn't change their mind. It doesn't stop them from doing it. All it does is stops them from telling you about it. Then you believe, let's go back to the woman and place her looks wise. Then you believe that all that she's an innocent. She don't know what she's one of the good ones. She's not the skeezer, right? As the skeezer, I made fun. She's not Cardi B. She's different. She can then tell you she's different. Well, gentlemen, you have to take the medicine, accept what it is, and act accordingly. Let them tell. By these years, I'm going to place her at age 25 to 26. By 25 to 26, most women have been here, if not all. Most women, it's the spectrum, honor the spectrum. Look at her. She looks kind of classy. She has her hair pent up, not a lot of makeup, because look, here's the deal. You guys will always say, these girls with their eyelashes, these girls with their makeup, these girls with the booty implants, these girls with the tilly implants, these girls with the lip injection. But look like, look at it. She has none of those, those girls with the tattoos. She has none of those markers. 
She actually looks like she could be somebody's wife. I mean, I'm just putting it there. She has no eyelashes, no fake, no big ones at least. She has no tattoos. She has no lip injections. Her face ain't full of makeup. She has somewhat natural makeup appearance. All right. Her hair, she don't have hair extension. Her hair ain't dyed. She don't have a wig on. And guess what? (laughs) Right? Guess what? Still same actions. Still the same. Still the same. You guys got to recognize the spectrum when you're dealing with the modern American women. She looks like a teacher. <laughs> yep, don't judge. Guys, don't judge, don't judge a book by, the, by a cover. In fact, some of these women that dress like strags, all right, and scab-peeling skeezers, them going to be the most prude, the worst in bed. All right, the worst in bed because they don't want to mess up their hair and mess up their makeup. They're going to let you hump on them, and then they're going to get off. They might even make you work extra hard to hump on them. They're going to act like they a virgin. They're going to act like they got a three-body count. Meanwhile, over here, Ling Ling getting folded up. Ling Ling talking about... American people ain't kind of fuck. Love fuck. Hate fuck. Sex only fuck. Breakup fuck. Makeup fuck. Drunk fuck. Buddy fuck. Pity fuck. And here's... here's I'm going to tell you this, man. I've experienced a lot of women like that. Like, I don't deal with skeezers like that. I'm going to tell you, the biggest 304s are the average women. Five, six, and seven. Them the biggest 304s. I hate to tell it to you guys. The most sexually adventurous, the nastiest, <laughs> the, are the innocent looking ones. The plain Janes. The five, six, and seven are the ones doing, I can't say this. This is a family show. The nines and tens are the prudest, wackest, lamest, selfish, self-absorbed. I won't do that. I don't do that type of thing. No, you can't put that in the Duke shoot. That going to cost you $500. Because I've been in the, ter- most of my, most of the women I be with be five, six, and seven, to be honest with you. And seven is really non-existent. Shout out to Kevin Samuels, right? It's those. I'm just letting you know. Those are the ones that's going to surprise you, <laughs> guys. Them the ones, them the ones be carrying the STIs. Yep. Them the ones be having the early terminations of pregnancy. Them the one that be lined up at Planned Parenthood. It ain't no hot model Instagram model types. They know how to get their surgery in Mexico. The military girls, the police girls, the girls first year in law school, the gir- these are the sugar babies. These are the ones. And I hate to tell you, y'all be marrying these whores. <laughs> y'all be marrying them. Why? Because they ain't got tattoos. They got everything that we bark against in the red pill, the so-called red pill. Oh, look at her. She got eyelashes. Just look at her. She dressed in her yoga pants. I'm here to tell you guys, stop doing this. You're messing yourself up. You're going to learn out here. If you haven't learned, if you haven't learned, you're going to learn. What we really perceive about women is not actually the truth. It's opposite world when you're dealing with them. It's opposite world. And yep, the nurses, the girl, yep, the target supervisor, facts. The target supervisor, facts. Them. 
the woman that works at Best Buy and Walmart. Them girls be out here, ninja, be out here. And then in straight. And then they go back, acting all innocent. You be like, boy, if you only knew. If you only knew. Uh, press one in the chat if you agree thus far. Because <laughs> I'm ruining some people's hopes. Inevitably, my theory works like this. In the in the art of game, in the art of approach, in the art of mating, first of all, there's not that many nines and tens. And there's not that many straggles and skeezers. There's not that many. There's not that many people who are nine and ten. Even people you perceive are nine and ten are not. They're made up eights. In the world of dating and mating, in the world of approach, you're going to find that women who get approached the most are in the category of four, five, and six. This is not a debate. I wish I could actually, I wish I could actually prove this to you. And really, there's no such thing as a 10. We already, we already acknowledge that. Tens don't exist, okay? And the nine is most of the time without makeup, you be floored, all right? They have acne and shit is wild, and they're extremely insecure. And nines and tens are all for sale. They're, they belong to the community. Like, you've never really seen a nine or a 10 on a daily basis. You don't see them on a daily basis, especially if you live in, in the flyover states. They don't exist there. They leave there. The women that you see that are pretty in your area are an eight who now have big ponded themselves into a nine or little ponded themselves into the most attractive women in your area. Most of the attractive women flee to go where the resources are. All right. So they're highly, highly attractive. They get the hell out of flyers over states. Okay. This is how it works. This is a normal migration. In the world of cold approaching and dating, the women who get the most shots are. Average looking women. Average. Four, five, six. You're going to be floored and shocked. They get the most attempts. <laughs> he says, Coach, what would, what would they rate you though? Listen, rating a man is not really going to be rated on looks initially. So... You're rated on a whole wide variety of things. But from our perspective, getting back to it, if I set up a social experience experiment in a shopping mall and I got a wide variety of ranges of looks of women, the most women that are going to get approached and talked to are going to be four, five, and six. Because they're the eat, it's the short amount of time, least investment. You can shoot your shot. If she says no, you can keep it moving. You repeat that over a significant amount of time. That means in this experiment, there's 10 women, a one, a two, or three, or four, a midget. Is that a zero or a one? Or a girl with no arms. Is that a zero or one? And then you go all the way up and I got to attract the sexy woman. In this experiment, and I unleash 10 men, a variety of ranges, all those variety of men will talk to the four, fives, and sixes the most, without a doubt. It ain't even close. And the investment significantly will be if I approach the most attractive woman, I might waste time, too much time to get her. She might not reject me. Anybody ever approach an attractive woman, <laughs> right? Because an attractive woman, they'll do this. They'll do this. An attractive woman will make you waste a lot of time. 
And she's like, oh, wow, nobody ever approaches me. And you're like, oh, wow, really? She's like, yes. And she'll let you talk. She'll even be super nice to you. You'll be like, oh, man, I'm in there. You talking, babbling, jibber-jabbing, and you just putting it in, and she responding, she eating it up, you eating it up. 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, 40 minutes later, you done talk. Then she says, oh, I have a boyfriend. Oh, I'm getting engaged. Oh, <laughs> I'm a stripper. Now, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit, you done wasted all of your time on that one woman, and then she let your ass down. Oh, well, really, I don't date guys that approach me, but I really appreciate it. You're such a good guy. <laughs> Thank you. It makes me fill up my day. All right, listen, anyway, good talking to you. I enjoy a good conversation with a stranger. Bye-bye. <laughs> she done walked the hell off, and you just out there. Thought you thought you was going to get something. They just was being nice to your ass. They was like, finally, somebody talked to me. It's good to be approached because people were really intimidated by my beauty. Now you done wasted all your cotton-picking time. So what people going to do? We know this. That's a big risk. I'm going to waste all my time. I could have approached somebody I could get, like a four. <laughs> yep, you done boosted her ego. She done skedaddle. All right, now <laughs> you got nothing. Oh, I thought you were just being nice to me. Oh, you were cute. I really appreciate your game. Oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. <laughs> so I'm going to go, uh-oh. All right, what am I doing? I'm going to go waste my time. Oh, I ain't wasting no time. Ninja going boom, boom, boom. What's the easiest way to get it? Yep, she queen blue balls. So anyway. So that's what guys are typically going to shoot their shots around this age, around that range. Now, they would desire someone better than this. But just percentage-wise, numbers game, number game implies you got to talk to these people too. And that's what people will target at least to fill that void. Then once you got those, you got you a good solid four, five, six, and a seven. Then you work on your seven and eight. <laughs> you work on your eight and nine. All right, anyway. Uh, let's move on to the next subject matter. What are we doing here? Oh, that was hit it or quit it. All right, let's play my outro. Just because I have an outro, we're going to play it. Where is it at? I can't find it. Oh, there it is. All right. All right, all right, all right. I don't even know what's next. <laughs> what's the next segment? I hope it's short. I hope it's short. Ninja's like, not me, coach. Well, if it's not you, it's because guess what? You have a roster of ugly chicks you can fall back on. Trust me, I got it figured out. A roster of ugly chicks. What is this next segment? I don't even know what it is. We're getting closer to the main event. It's all Jermaine's fault. Okay, we'll run it. We'll run it. It's all Jermaine's fault. Let's start with this woman right here. Let's start with this woman here. Oh, by the way, this is also called hoflation, but I described it as called hoflation. Okay, so a lot of people don't, a lot of people know it as hoflation. And it's hoflation exists because men talk to women that are subpar. Men target women that are subpar. Men practice their game on women that are subpar. But what it does is it gives that woman a false sense of who she is. And from our perspective, she raises her standards. She said, all these guys are talking to me, but now I got the pick of the litter. So, you know, how women work, they'll say, if this type of guy is approaching me, I can get him or, or above. 
That's how it works. That's hopeflation. So if you disagree with me saying that, no, not me, well, you're disagreeing with hopeflation, which is a standard, quote, red pill talking point. It's that these women have an inflated sense of themselves on social media when they're getting approached that men at the top are giving them a chance and that now she can't consider men at the bottom. 80-20 rule. I like when people disagree with me and then, then, they, then I say, okay, well, what is 80-20 rule? What is hopeflation? Okay, you're agreeing with, you're trying to disagree with me on principle, but then you agree with hopeflation. You agree with 80-20 rule. You agree with numbers game. Okay, if it's a numbers game, most women are ugly. If it's a numbers game, that means the ugly women getting a chance. That means fours are getting a chance if it's a numbers game. You can't go outside and just approach eights and nines. Shit ain't going to be working. That's not a numbers game. That's targeting. <laughs> That's targeting. Targeting. You're only targeting and eliminating most of the women. That's targeting. If I, if I ran game and I only approached eights or nines, I would only talk to two women a night <laughs> if I'm lucky. I would talk to two women a night. Now, if I lived in Miami, L.A., New York, it would be a lot more. But if I was in any other area, Alabama, and I was doing a numbers game, I would only talk to one woman a week if I lived in Alabama. (laughs) I would talk to one woman per week in Alabama. And that's lucky, Ninja, maybe a month, and it might be your cousin, Ninja, in Alabama that you need to talk to. So you're actually saying you're trying to disagree with me on principle, but then you support all of these red pill talking points that say number game and hopeflation and, and, and 80, 20 and Chad Roan. Come on, man. <laughs> eights and nines. And don't tell me because she's an eight, and nine in your mind that she's an eight or a nine. No, you just got low standards. You know what I mean? You just are in your area. You just haven't explored the earth more. It's okay. Let's get back to it here. <laughs> Let's get back to it here. It's all Jermaine's fault. Uh, oh, oh, this is a classic one. Let's go ahead and look at this woman here. Uh, a gypsy woman, I suppose. That might be racist, but let's go with it. Oh, I went viral on Instagram Reels, and if you know, the comment section is bad. I posted the same video on TikTok and Instagram, and the reactions were very different, especially because Instagram Reels consists more of men. One of the most popular comments I got was, at least she's not shaking her ass. Finally, a girl that's not shaking her ass. But I'm like confused because my Instagram feed does not look like that. If you only get videos of women doing promiscuous things, you do realize it is based on the things you watch. This is how my feed looks like. Fully dressed women, like, where are you getting all these ass-shaking videos? This is under posts you may like. These are the type of girls I get on my Explore page. Fully dressed, all of them. Once again, my Explore page, fully dressed women. Makeup, fashion. Gentlemen, if your feed is only naked women shaking ass, that is because you are watching those videos. I follow women who are videographers, women who are lawyers, women who are writers, women who are content creators that inspire me. And yes, I'd be liking thirst traps too, but the algorithm is based on the stuff you watch. Not every woman on the internet is shaking ass. And if that's all you see, it's for a reason. So I don't know what type of videos y'all talking about, but that's not the type of girls I get on my Instagram. Yeah, 
See, this is a definitely a sidestep dodge, anecdotal evidence, and a blame on you. Shame on you for liking and watching explicit comments. Now, I know what she's doing there. Here it is. They're porn addicts. And, well, I have to say prawn. So you see what's happening here. I actually think that this conversation is extremely, extremely disingenuous. First and foremost, she is somewhat right in that, yes, the, the content that you engage in, the algorithm will certainly reward you with it and give you more. And more than likely, you're going to keep clicking on it. Thus, more is going to appear. So that is true. What she is not saying is that what she's saying is because I don't get that type of content, it's your fault that you're getting women that are shaking their ass because I don't get it. What they're leaving out is when you register for these social media accounts, you inevitably are going to give them information about you. This immigration information is going to be used to filter content towards you, even if you don't click on it. So you say, I'm a male, 18 to 34. Eventually, even if you don't click on it, they will start suggesting these videos to you. If you say, I'm a female, 18 to 25, what are you more likely to watch? Even if you don't intend to watch it, because I don't intend to watch it, I will click on some videos like that because they position it so that I'm going to click on it. It's very uh, brilliant. Therefore, yes, I will get more of it. But they're going to funnel that stuff to me regardless. Regardless. They're not going to give me makeup videos, but they will for you if you're 18 to 25. Then you give them racial information and so forth. And so on. That's what's going to filter. So to just blame the guys and disingenuously say, well, anecdotally over here, I'm not getting it. And you're getting it because you're a perv. Then your reality doesn't exist. We know from uh, social media, uh, the movie, I think it was called. um, I can't remember what the movie is called. But it was a documentary on social media that really discussed that there are two sets of people. And what they'll do is they'll funnel information to two sets of people and you take two people that have a political ideology that are different we'll both get separate information and then thus you won't receive information that they receive and they think they're receiving a truth you think you're receiving the truth you're both receiving a truth but you're never getting the other side of the argument thus you will believe that the other side are crazy right Your other side, you're crazy because I watched the video that clearly said the truth and it will be true. But guess what? They didn't get that. They got the opposing view, which is true as well. And they got it. How did you not see this video? So this does exist in which now we're framing guys and blaming them for being perverts because the social media knows how to dish out content. And we say, look at all these whores on social media. And it's true. It's called the social dilemma. The social dilemma. Look at it. We're getting all the whores. We're seeing them. You're seeing none. You're seeing all these stand-up righteous women, and now you blame us for it. Well, there's a lot of whores on social media. That's true. <laughs> that is not false. They're there. Just because you don't see them, 
and you don't click on it and they don't feed it to you doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Now, we can say, are all women whores on social media? The answer is no, because we clearly never see the side of women. We're never going to get fed this type of content, and it's by design. To ridicule a group of people, because this is like the Republicans calling the Democrats ignorant. They're not ignorant. They just never see your side of the content. Every now and then they will if it goes viral. And then will they ever agree with you in the comment section? No, you're never going to change their mind. They're just going to call it hate speech or some shit like that. And then they'll move on with their day. They're going to call you ignorant. But we have to stop with this idea of saying, listen, I don't see it, so it doesn't exist. I mean, same thing can be for racism, right? Uh, there's a lot of black men. Now, well, racism doesn't exist. I don't see it. Well, I mean, listen, that's easy for me to say because I live in certain areas that limit me from these exposures. But I know I'll go to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I'll see a lot of racist police activity. I see it immediately. I see a lot of patrol cars patrolling the neighborhoods. I see a lot of ninjas walking on the street. I see the police bumping the horn and getting on their intercom. Ninja, get on the sidewalk. I see a lot of ridiculous behavior and ninjas traveling in packs, police trying to break them up. I mean, I see it. I don't see that in my suburbs. I definitely see it in the inner city when I go to Milwaukee. All right, so does racism exist? Not in my world, but I won't say it doesn't exist. I just say I'm insulated from it. I'm insulated from it. I've intentionally put myself in a situation where it doesn't exist that often. For me, that's my reality. But this is what we're doing here. This argument just blames the guy. Or classism. Or classism. Yeah, I mean, I could just simply say that's classism. Right? You're, de- you're dealing with an economic situation. Perhaps if you change your economics, you will deal with it less. Okay? Similar to this. If I click on it less, I'll deal with it less. Or if I set my profile up as a woman, I'll less likely to see strags. But this is right here a disingenuous argument that puts the comments, I mean, it puts the comments, it puts the uh, onus back on the guy, and it's your fault. It's all Jermaine's fault. All Jermaine's fault. This is disingenuous. Here we go. We got another one. Who is this? Natalie Portman. All right, boy, that is a flat back. All right, that's definitely a skeleton. That's too flat back for me. All right, but let's see what Natalie Portman has to say. Up the rhetoric that a woman is crazy or difficult. If a man says to you that a woman is crazy or difficult, ask him, what bad thing did you do to her? That's a code word. He is trying to discredit her reputation. Stop. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. The rhetoric that a woman is crazy or difficult. If a man says to you that a woman is crazy or difficult, ask him, what bad thing did you do to her? That's a code word. He is trying to discredit her reputation. Oh, boy. This is terrible. This is a horrible take. This is a horrible take. This is propaganda. This is, talk about a lack of accountability. Talk about gaslighting. So let me get this straight. No matter how a woman acts, she's always responding to the male who's, who's done harm to her. And thus, if she does something against him, she has no recourse. She should not be punished. There are no consequences because he obviously did something to her. 
Wow. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next call. Now, we deal with this. We deal with this uh, uh, in domestic violence situation. Well, she hit me. Well, what did you do to her? I didn't do nothing to her. You had to do something. She would not, obviously, not have done, not have done that uh, at will. But men are supposedly just walking up, beating women and abusing them for no reason. Okay? Going back further, a woman divorces you, mistreats you, and she's mistreating you. She's dragging the divorce out. She's being bitter. Damn, what did you do to her? What do you mean, what did I do to her? She can't just be crazy? Nah, you obviously had to do something. I did nothing. So she can act crazy. She, she can be called crazy, but she did nothing. I had to do something to make her crazy? That's crazy. That's crazy. I had to do something. Many, men, many people will find out that most people hold this to be true. If a woman does something to you, or we call her crazy, and we say she bashing crazy, my ex crazy, whatever we call her, they are eventually going to pass it back to you. Well, what did you do? Well, you must did something to deserve it. This is nuts. This take right here is toxic as hell. This take right here is toxic as hell. Stop the rhetoric that a woman is crazy or difficult. If a man says to you that a woman is crazy or difficult, ask him, what bad thing did you do to her? That's a code oh, word. He is trying to discredit her reputation. <laughs> oh, my God. Send it, man. Yo. Hey. Hey. Yep. Well, yep. You ain't hitting it right. All right. My wife cheated on me. You pushed her into his arms. You wasn't hitting it right. I mean, it happens, but come on, bro. This is the most toxic feminist feminine take I ever heard in my life. Wow. Yep, it's all Jermaine's fault, man. It's always. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. That's weird. It's weird, man. It's weird. Look at what we're up against. <laughs> no accountability. Zero. All right, what do we got right here? This woman is saying, uh, is this part of it's all Jermaine's fault? Uh, let's see here. Oh, we got another Ling Ling on the building. All right, here we go. As if it wasn't hard enough already to be a woman in this society, to just exist in this world that was built by men and for men. These days you can't even post something online without men asserting their opinion. I posted this nine second video. Okay, I'm going to insert it here. This video I posted many weeks ago and it went re-viral recently. So this one man went on a tirade and just berated me with these comments. And they're so stretched. Like, really, you're going to go through all that effort to do this and make all these comments? Okay. And there are thousands more like this. It's just really sad to see how many there actually are and that men think this. Like the misogyny, the racism, just disgusting. Really goes to show you how broken people are and how they're going to project their opinion onto you. I know there's a lot of girls out there who say they hate all men, men are trash. But I do feel very lucky that I don't believe that because I know a lot of good men in my life. Men that know how to respect women. They speak highly of us. They treat us with care. Even though there's so much negativity in this world, I always choose to remain open because love is abundant. And I know now from firsthand experience that there are good men and how it feels to be treated by a man. And so ladies, it's obviously harder because of how many men like this out there there are. But we got to believe in the good. And then that's how it'll come to us. All right, so let me. So here's what she's doing here. She's holding out hope. She has love in abundance. There's abundance of love, meaning she's on the carousel. She'll find her something out here. 
All right, but and it's all Jermaine Fox. It's always Jermaine Fox. Now here's here's the here's the thing. The video she posted, I believe it. Uh, let me see if I can get to her really quick here. It says, let me see. As if it wasn't hard enough already to be a woman in the society to just exist. Oh Jesus! Stop! Stop! She started off with the feminist cycle. It's just harder out here. It's really, really. Oh, my goodness. Let me stop. In this world that was built by men. Built by men. Thank you very much. No, thank you. All right. There's no thank you. This world was built by men. No, thanks. What would y'all would have built? Nothing. But let's continue. And four men. And four men. Of course, we built it. All right. Let's continue. These days, you can't even post something online without men asserting their opinion. All right. So men don't have nothing to say. All right. So again, again, women, you can come in here and get filet mignon if you want. All right. But. I'm going to post something. You can't respond to it. <laughs> All right. In your world, you can't be accountable for what you post. Uh, that's how social media works. People can fairly critique you for what you say. You posted it publicly. That's what comes with being a public figure. But let's continue. Men aren't supposed to assert their opinions at all. Let's continue. I posted this nine-second video. Okay, I'm going to insert it here. All right, and so the nine-second video, is this is the trigger. This is obviously to catch people's attention. This is also to display a lifestyle that you're saying you're going to be happy, right? You're, 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 this, com, this particular content has been viral for the last month, and it's meant to mostly show, from what I've seen, Women being happy being single, right? They're trying to rebut the idea that they've hit the wall and they'll need a man and they're living a single fabulous life. Now, I did see Grant Cardone uh, do it as well. I've seen men do it as well. And most of it centered around being affluent and, and flashy and living a fabulous life as well. This is basically a fabulous life video in which you start off saying you don't have a job, right? That's, first of all, very sketchy. So we're already going to know. Maybe you're a prostitute, sugar baby, social media influencer. I don't know. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. So no job all the way already is going to trigger people because men are out here working, building the goddamn country that you are saying is designed around men. Why are you 27 with no job? People are probably going to wonder and be triggered about that. No kids, 27 seven single clock is ticking now you're gonna say that's not true i'm fabulous let's go ahead and run the video so she goes to concerts just kidding i don't believe in timelines anymore and life is not a race this obviously gonna trigger some people uh having fun you were with the girls on the airplane jumping off player here eating the glizzy Chomping down on the glizzy, show when you're fornicating and getting your travel paid for. All right, hotels, you were in Santorini, you with the hoes. Okay, you're with the girls, all the traveling, beach, fun lifestyle. Oh, there you are here, beer pong. I mean, that's not beer pong. Uh, you have a, uh, anyway, I can't even think about it. All right, so you're drinking, you got Chad in the picture. All right, there, living your fabulous life. You see this, bikini, concerts. All right, so. You see why people are triggered by this. You see people are triggered by this. Yep, she gobbling the glizzy, gobbling the glizzy. Now, from your perspective, men aren't supposed to have any opinion about this. There's men out here that aren't living that life. 
There's men out here that got jobs. You also probably have women that are triggered by this. And they're saying, how do you afford it? They might be asking you questions. Then you might find out she has an OnlyFans. She might be a sugar baby. This is obvious. Or she has rich parents, crazy rich agents. So now you're probably going to have to explain it. So she obviously put something to trigger. But it's men's fault for speaking up on it. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Beer bong. Fault. Sorry, I couldn't even think of it fast enough. Beer bong. Yep, men, you can't say nothing about it. You're misogynist. When you put that imagery out, how is that men's fault? Even the men who are hurtful and bitter as you want to perceive, you obviously put something out there that's going to trigger people, and we know that you're hiding behind it. You're more likely not in a situation where you're like, oh, I'm going to just be single and fabulous. Or you have a man that is eventually going to be the... And that's you. All right, I'm, I'm going to look her up really quick. I am probably... Let me see what she is. Let me see what she is. I'm going to look her profile up. And if I see... I'm going to see what she does here, okay? Uh, she doesn't have a link to OnlyFans. As far as I can see, she has a lot of travel links. All right, how many, how'd she get all these stories? I can get these damn stories. Okay, so she's got a lot of travel here. Um, I don't see a link. She does have an Amazon store, though. Okay, that might give me a little bit of a... Okay, Amazon store. Are these things that she want? Some things I purchased. Appreciate you shopping through my link. Okay, she has an affiliate link. She has an affiliate link. So we don't know. I have no idea what she's doing. She may be a social media influencer. I have no idea. But again, why is it men's fault that you put that shit out there and got commented on? All right, you don't have a job. It's all Jermaine's fault. All right, is that the last one? We're almost zooming in here to the main event. Uh, is this one here? Um, let me see here. What's the next segment? Is it the main event? Yeah, so this is part of it as well. Let's go with this woman right here. Seeing a guy recently, he seems to have everything together. However, last night he revealed to me that he is a conspiracy theorist. He likes Donald Trump. He doesn't believe in evolution. He doesn't trust science and vaccinations. He doesn't believe in the moon landing. <laughs> what happens to these men is they listen to podcasts, not my podcast. They listen to Joe Rogan's podcast where he introduced a lot of outside ideas and they listen to Andrew Tate maybe. And a lot of these have, have the type of themes that you're talking about. They all kind of think they're a little bit better than everyone else. They all think that they know something that everyone doesn't know. And then they're brought in by these podcasts that feed this assumption that go, they're not telling you this, but I'll tell you. And I think that that is the government's fault. Like when you've lost the trust of your constituency, they go looking for the truth elsewhere and they go looking for someone else to trust yes you have to break up with them because what goes hand in hand with like i'm super religious i don't believe in dinosaurs i don't believe in science i don't believe in space uh, i mean i almost don't believe in space but he will never prioritize your health i started seeing a guy recently it is all jermaine fault it's always jermaine fault yeah they listen to cga all right so again this is a, one of these things that it's like, you know what I mean? Men can't just be men. We can't just listen to our shit. We got to listen to the government. We got to listen to bitch babble podcasts. Imagine if we all have to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and the little stuff that they listen to. Imagine. Imagine we find our own lane and have our own thoughts. Of course, it's conspiracy theory and toxic masculinity. But men don't have a choice. 
men just have to sit there and be programmed. Men can't be independent and have their own independent thoughts. Any independent thoughts that are different from yours is conspiracy theory. It's the fault of the government for not uh, keeping these men in line. These fat elementary school teachers, it's their fault for not reprogramming these boys. It's the fault of the absent men and the women raising these young boys to actually seek out the truth after they've been indoctrinated by their toxic-ass mama. All right, yeah, um, it's their fault. It's their fault. Break up with him because he has his own opinion, independent thought. <laughs> yeah, how she leaves CGA off the list. How dare her? How dare her not acknowledge me? How dare you? Indeed, indeed. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. All right, anyway. So believe in the vaccine. Believe, go in and get your poke. All right, line up and get your poke. Put your arm out. Right, yeah, space, outer space, moon landing. Oh, these are conspiracy theories by here. Oh my gosh. They all want you, they all want you to line up with their their own collective thought. This is sad, man. And of course, there's gonna be some monkey simps that do. Oh, I never listen to Kevin Samuels. I never listen to Andrew Tate. I never listen to old CGA and Joe Rogan. I never listen to them. I only listen to bitch babble. All right, that's all I listen to. He seems to have everything together. However, last night he revealed to me that he is a conspiracy theorist. Now, here's the funny thing, man. Um, He has, see, this is the crazy thing about it. He had everything together. He had everything together. He had a house, a car, the clothes, the shoes. He was clean cut or he was, he was a Chad, whatever you want. But, Women go on a mission to find a fault about you, and then they end up missing the good guy. Someone said this. Women are on a fault-finding mission when they date. In fact, uh, there was a video that I was going to play that kind of a woman was addressing this. Let's see if I can uh, find it here. I was going to play it. Maybe I deleted it. When they're dating, uh, I did find it. Let me see if I can copy it over here, paste it over here. I'll show you. I'll let her explain it. And, uh, of course, this is going to be an epiphany by some very marginally attractive women. Uh, here it is right here. She's going to explain it. Oh, my God. I have a new dating, like, theory. Shit, I, I can't credit the right person, but it was not from me. It was someone on TikTok that men date from zero. So when men meet you and start dating you, you're a zero. And okay. you have to build up to, like, earn them wanting to date you. Okay. Where girls date from 100. We meet you and we go, you are perfect. And then you, you we realize all the things oh that get you down. God. And I've never heard anything more fucking accurate. We go in reverse order. We go in because reverse. if I'm meeting you, I've already thought in my head yes. what your personality is like, yes. how you're... These are some annoying... This is, again, I'm going to play the video again. This is what I'm talking about, about women breaking my peace. All right, I could never. I could, these are some annoying women. I could never have a woman around me longer than 25, 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes top that is like this. Boy, you're going to have to learn how to shut your mouth. And when I tell you to shut up, please don't be offended. Please don't be offended. This is somebody said I need to use my chicken bark. Yeah, man. That definitely was. Please don't. If you talk like this or you have the need to talk like this or you think you need to talk to me like this, please 
don't. Don't even try to talk to me at all. This is annoying. Look at this. Airhead City. Woo! All right. Getting back to it. What your family's like, what you dress like, yes. what our life is going to be like together. Yes. And then I meet you and you're none of those things because obviously that's insane. I yeah. made them up in my head. Where men, I guess, don't make stuff up in their head and immediately they're just like. Well, how do they get through the day? <laughs> That's very so boring. I would always go into dates with men being 100. I'd be like, he's perfect. And then yeah. immediately. And then sometimes he'll even do not perfect things. And you'll be like, oh, I'll just deduct two points. I'll just deduct one. It's like he's in jail. Well, that's girl math. And that's literally our campaign strategy for the 2024 election. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that face. That's what happens when she about to drop that neck. That's the face you're going to see. It's barbecue in there. That's the face you're going to see, gentlemen, when she about to drop that neck. All right. Right before she about to slobber on you. This is what she about to look like. She, I hope she looks at this video and plays it back so she can see what she looks like when she about to uh, slobber all over me. But let me just take it back here. Um, in, in a sense, from the woman's perspective, it is certainly true. All right. From the men, men do, there are men do, that do have standards. But what we'll do is we'll overlook some things initially right off the rip. We'll be like, oh, she a little chunky and she a little goofy and she talk a little bit too much. Like right from the beginning, we'll, we'll, we'll write things off. And as a result, where men get offended is that while we accepted her flaws initially, we overlook them right off the rip. She comes in leaking at you and looking to disqualify you and she'll tell you well i don't like men with beards and you'll be like do you know how many exceptions i gave you just to meet you i already knew you weren't perfect but then they come in and disqualify you and most of the time you won't tell her she's not perfect because you're trying to fuck her and then she comes in and she's like well you see what happens? And then you're like, bitch, you got some nerve to even talk. <laughs> You'll overlook eight or nine things just to meet with her. That's example of you, you. she's coming in at zero. Now, she might not come in at zero. She coming in at a five. You're like, well, she smoked. Uh, she got a nose ring. Uh, you know, she kind of chunky. She wear too much makeup. You know, she got a fake hair. All right, I'll, I'll meet her. That's an example. She started as a five and then she's working her way up. All right. She got a cool personality and all right, she had a booger in her nose, but I'll overlook that. You'll overlook 50 things. And then she'll come in like, you got to be perfect to meet with me. And then she'll eliminate one, two. Okay. All right. Damn, damn, damn. All right. Mm, he laughs funny. All right. He snorts when he laughs. He's a little too short. Oh, okay. All right. Mm, mm. He don't got a six pack. He got a two pack, you know. And you'd be like, you got some nerve. I should have told you about your chunky ass to begin with. <laughs> right? So again, uh, this is kind of what they're talking about where women come in to disqualify. I'm going to find things that are wrong with you. Much of their questioning is to find things wrong with you so they can go, ah, eh. all right, he seemed good, but uh, there's too many things that are wrong with him. Where we go, she got a lot of things wrong with her. Let me see if I can overlook those. I can overlook that. I can overlook that. I'll, I'll overlook that. Okay, I'll overlook that too. <laughs> right? So that's kind of where the dating marketplace is. 
And what's sad about it is that, you know, women don't realize it because we are less likely to tell women the truth. I've been telling you guys, you need to stop dumping. I mean, sorry, we need to start divorcing women. You need to start dumping them. You need to start telling them their flaws. You need to start telling them. You're like, you know you got this flaw right here. You know I'm overlooking this shit, right? All right, so don't even open your mouth. You you know you messing up in this relationship, right? But we'll we'll take so much abuse. We'll take so much. Oh, damn, okay, okay. And she'll come in and say, we need to talk. And you looking at her like, we need to talk. Yeah, we need to talk. Okay, what do we need to talk about? Where this relationship is going? All right. What do you got? And she'll start, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and you looking at this woman like, wait a minute. Who are you? And I'm like, you know how many times that I dealt with hitting your stanky pudussy when you ain't showered in two days on the weekend, do you know how much time I've spent having to look at the sausage-ass toes on your feet? Do you know how many times I had to look at that hairy-ass trail down your back leading to that little afro in between your booty cheeks? Do you know how many times I had to deal with your stanky-ass breath? Do you know how much opportunity I've been wasted? trying to make you happy. You know how much money I spent trying to impress you? Do you know how many times? (laughs) Do you know how many times I regretted coming home early so I can hear your mouth? But I did it. I overlooked all of this. I overlooked all of these things. And you got some nerve to come up here and tell me where I'm messing up. I should have kicked you to the curb a long time ago. Right? You know how many times I overlooked your period panties all over the shower? You know how many times I had to endure? (laughs) You know how many times I looked at that hump on the back of your neck and wondered, what was I doing here? You know how many times you woke up? Let me see here. Let me see here. (laughs) Oh, man. Let me see here. Let me see if I can get it. You know how many times I've seen you wear your hair up in a uh, updo or a um, when you go to sleep? And I looked at that hump on the back of your neck and I wondered, I deserve better. Why am I still here? Yeah, I had to look at that. I had to look at that a lot. When you were sleeping, I looked at you. You know how many times we had to go to the beach and you tied up that bikini above the hump of your back and your neck, and I thought, what the hell am I doing with this person? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I thought I deserved better, but I let it slide. But here you are criticizing me. (laughs) all right what are we doing let's let's put things in proper perspective here 
Let me stop. Oh, let's get it here. This is a disgraceful show. Shout out to y'all. We're going to get to the main event here. Let me catch up on Super Chat so I don't get too far behind. Thank you for the contributions, brothers, and supporting the show. Esteban Leon says, what's annoying about most XXs is that they confuse talking with communicating facts. He says, just because you said something doesn't mean that you said something informative and informational. Get to the point out here. Yes. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. We actually always, we, we discuss talking is not communicating. I mean, communication is a two-way street. Women will say, we're good at communication. No, you're good at talking. That's what you're good at. Communicating is actually, it, it requires you to uh, compromise, to listen, to actually take an L, right? If you're just talking and you ain't never taking no L. Face fact, CGA is 100%. Uh, once again, my baby mama terrorists complained and tried to disrupt my career change 10 years ago. But guess what? Income she wanted child support from. He says, I too will be back in court with the law offices of Reverend X. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, there it is right there. Uh, so, yes. Uh, yes. If you do change careers, they'll be like, don't do it. Don't do it. You're wasting your time. And then you'll do it. And then they'll want some child support or they'll want money from it. They'll try to capitalize from it when it works. And one more thing we discuss emotional intelligence and emotional are not synonymous. Same thing as talking and communicating are not synonymous. Just because you talk and you're willing to talk doesn't mean you're communicating. Just because you're emotional doesn't mean you're in tune with your emotions. It is actually quite the obvious. We've discovered a young lady, um, an older lady, actually determined that women think they're emotionally intelligent when they're just emotional. In fact, if you cannot get control of your emotions, you lack intelligence, especially related to emotions. So this is the obvious. It is actually the stoic that can acknowledge his emotional intelligence, not the person that's just, I have emotional intelligence. No, you have emotional stupidity. That's what you got. You're stupid emotional. That, that is not intelligence just because you can identify that you bizarre and, and crazy. <laughs> right? It makes sense. But people just say because they're emotional that they have emotional intelligence. I'm talking, so I'm communicating. No, you're not. And, of course, when we say this, we're a misogynist. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, don't compute. Don't, don't conflate the two. Shout out to Ninja Snuggle. He says, American Dad episode uh, eight, 18 and 2. It has Steve telling his dad that women in his age group are going to have to pick him because they have no options. Is this a young man? Is this a young man? I don't know who the characters are. Mr. Albert says, are there any midgets at the JUCO? I need to go out with a bang in 2023. Well, I'm, I probably have seen very few, but that's because there's statistically very few of them. Um, I've never done it. I've dated some small Latinas, <laughs> right? But they would not be considered midgets. Anthony Allen says, Happy New Year to the coach, and thank you for liberating me at age 53 this weekend, playing basketball and chilling this weekend, and I need 20. Flatbacks, my man, ready to go to flatback heaven. Shout out to him out here. Let's give you, let's give him a little bit of a taste of a flatback heaven. Look at these girls out here. Look at these girls. They trying to dance. 
And the look at him, all off rhythm and beat. All right, I love me a rhythm. I love. Hey, listen. I don't know if you know uh, with with men. <laughs> look at these guys. Oh no, Jesus! All right, good Lord. Oh, look at this. They, aren't they cute? Oh, oh my, ma'am, you gonna hurt yourself? <laughs> She's gonna hurt herself out here. She need to chill out for a minute. Please chill. Uh, there was once a joke. There's a joke that goes like this. Uh, and this is can, can kind of feel like, because people will wonder about Taylor Swift. They wonder what, why, why is Taylor Swift popular? Why are, why are like people like Britney Spears and, and uh, Anna Kornikova popular? And I heard a comedian once say a joke. The joke went like this. Why, while, um, while you would say Anna Kornikova is not that good at tennis, comparatively to Serena Williams, Serena Williams versus Anna Kornikova, it would be a, it, that's a nightmare matchup for Anna. But in the world, the world around the world, Anna Kornikova is considered more attractive in many ways and have been able to capitalize on her beauty in many ways that Serena has not. Now, you know, ninjas do like Serena Williams, but that doesn't mean the world does. Well, People have asked, well, why is she so popular if she's not as successful? Why is she so popular? Well, the joke goes, well, Anna Kornikova can't play tennis very well, but I love to see her try. That's the joke. <laughs> right. Similarly, white girls can't dance, but I love to see them try. Uh, Britney Spears can't sing or dance, but I love to see her try. Synonymous, synonymously, same thing. Taylor Swift can't dance or sing, but I love to see her try. So sometimes being a good dancer and a good singer is not enough to get me to watch you, a la Lizzo. She might be able to be a good dancer and singer, but I care little to be able to watch her do any of it. Similarly, white girls can't dance. Wear them flat backs. Well, they can't, but I love to see them try. All right, there you go right there. Good girl. Good job, girls. Yeah, good guy. Good, good girl. And, and the thing is, they're smiling at the end. They gave their best effort. Good job, girl. All right, come get, come get a Scooby snack. Come get your Scooby snack. All right, good job, girls. <laughs> All right, you guys got to understand. You got, he said, that's not a joke, though. It is, I'm for real. <laughs> hey, you guys got to know, man, it's uh, one of these things that uh, people really don't know men. You don't have to be very good at it. You just have to try. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, anyway. People are disgusted with my behavior. I get it. Shout out to Strife Excel says that guy didn't reveal anything to her. She snooped around and found something she didn't like. Women want to find a fault instead of acceptance. This is true. And they'll say they're picky, which, again, these are all things that I've been managed to uh, work in my favor. All right, leveraging options defeats all of this bullshit. All right, so that if they do want to open their mouth and say, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take you. I'm like, bitch, I wasn't looking at you. I mean, I got leveraging options. Happens all the time. But when you don't have leverage options or confidence about yourself, you will allow these things to erode your confidence. Where a woman you would 
you would only use as recreational material, but you would pursue her in a way where you're trying to, okay, I'll give her some validation. And then she shoots you down. It pisses you off. (laughs) One of the reasons it pisses you off is even when they reject you and you know, she out of pocket, you still don't put her in her place. You still can't put her in her place. And you're like, girl, are you crazy? Are you nuts? You know, one of the reasons you can't put her in her place is because you actually pursued her. You gave yourself, you put yourself in that situation. So really, it's going to be hard for you to say, bitch, I was doing you a favor. Uh, It's hard for you to do. It's hard for her to accept that. And you know, you lying to yourself. Now, some women have experienced this. He said, you can't fire me. I quit. Some ladies, are you here? Have you experienced? There's like 10 women in here. You've experienced men that approached you and then reject, you rejected them and then they rejected you back. How does that feel? You're like, oh, wait, hold up for a second. I already rejected you, so you can't reject me back. But the reason why that happened is because you lowered your standards. You shot low, you aim low and hit. And then you tried to hit, you aim low and you actually got rejected aiming low. You're going to figure out not to do that. When you have leverage and options, you don't do that no more. And so when the guy says, nah, them bitches got to come to me, it's really, that's why. Because I'm like, all right, I'll hit it, but she got to come to me. And then the guy will be like, well, what if she don't? What if she don't? I got leverage. Then I don't hit it. I ain't that thirsty. But what I ain't going to do is gas her head up so that the next time she see me out or catch me on the internet, she'd be like, that's that ninja that talked to me. And she'd be online with her fat ass chin, all right, just because I was thirsty, talking about he hit me in my DMs. I didn't do a damn thing. <laughs> okay, I did nothing of the kind. I hit no DMs. I hit no girls' DMs out here. I hit no girls' DMs. I approach none of these broads. Why? Because I know how to get it. When I want to get my fix, I get my fix. Now, she opened her mouth. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk turkey. Let me tell you how I can use you. All right? But I ain't sliding in no DMs because these bras be screenshotting you and shit. And I'll be damned if you see somebody with giblets hanging from the bottom of their chin because I was thirsty one night exposing me on the internet. That shit ain't going to happen. But y'all ninjas can lose that because you ain't got no leverage or options. You ain't got no damn reputation out here. I can't be out here aiming at fours and fives in public. (laughs) All right. You know how much I get exposed? Because fours and fives love to expose your ass. Ugly bras love to expose your ass. I ain't never. I ain't never. I got reputation out here to uphold. I got standards. All right. Anyway, just because you thirsty ass ninja. When I'm thirsty, I know where to scratch that itch. embarrassing myself out here shit all right shout out to jc says how many times i look at that hairy mole on your chin facts you know what i mean you know how many you know how many times i looked at that hairy mole on your chin you got some nerve (laughs) somebody said happened to myron on seeking arrangements exactly i mean dude they're gonna expose you you gotta really realize how to move around You got to realize how to move around. My best advice to men is to get leverage. Get leverage and options. Look at women. They all kind of going to do the same thing. They love to expose. They're going to screenshot you. Stay simple until in person. When I see a woman, I talk to women all the time um, in a variety of ways. I'm always simple with them. I'm not going to give them too much. 
The minute you give them too much, they're going to screenshot that shit, and they either figure out how to expose you, they will. Even if it's to their friends or your social group, I ain't playing no games with these 304s out here. <laughs> All right. How many times? Uh, Brown through an O says, uh, shout out to the flatback senoritas. Yes, they can always be of all races too. All right. I like, I like petite women, but that's because I know they're going to get fat anyway. So I ain't starting them off fat. I'll fatten them up though. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, I love everybody out here. Shout out to Zero Fallout says, biggest con that women have pulled in the past 100 years is fooling society that they are sugar and spice and everything nice, men bad. Yep. And that's projection. That's projection. There's not that many women out here with clean reputations, uh, but they creep. Yeah. Sam Prince says, Coach, this year you taught me uh, to always pay up front. That philosophy has drastically influenced my life in many areas, abundance mindset for life. And we're not just talking about tricking in women. Sometimes you got to be able to afford the things you want in your life. The reality is for men, yes, I'm going to browbeat you too. You actually want something in your life that you really can't afford. Be it women, cars, lifestyle, uh, uh, where you live, you cannot afford it. And there's a saying, if you can't afford five of it, you can't afford it. And it is true. You want a certain car, but you can't afford it. Soon as the repairs come up, soon as it's time to change the tire, soon as it's time to get an oil change, then you're going to feel the real cost of the ownership. Then you're going to realize the back-end cost is significant. Okay, maintenance is better than repair. All right, so maintenance is always better than repair. So what we'll do, you'll do is you'll skip the maintenance and then you'll end up having to pay, pay the repair on the back end. Then it'll get expensive for you. Sometimes you'll overlook the 30,000 mile maintenance, the 3,000 mile oil change. You'll try to change the oil yourself and screw the shit up. Hey man, you gotta be able to afford the life you want. And women are not free. They're a goddamn bill out here. I don't care how you deal with them and how think free you think they are. You guys are really dealing with them in a toxic manner to accept a free piece of leg. I mean, it's too easy. The only men getting free sex that I can tell you, the only men that are getting free sex is the woman that says, this is the, this is the only free sex there is. And even this has consequences because you overlook the consequences. You have no foresight. The only man getting free sex is the woman that says, hey, come slide through at this time. Click. And then you slide through, you pull up, she leaves the door unlocked, you open the door, you go upstairs, she in bed naked, you clap them cheeks, don't kiss her on the lips, you skeet your nut, and you walk off. That's the, that's, that is called free peace leave. That's, that's the freest you can get. However, if you knock her up, if you leave some DNA on the scene, if she presses charges, false allegations, she flips, she gets attached, she gets pregnant. Now, there's a back-end payment to that, which could happen. But you could catch an STI. You could get robbed. I mean, there's some things here. But that, that's the closest to free. Anything you're doing uh, uh, over that. It, and by the way, if she's ugly, you can't even count this. If she's ugly, fat, oblong, she got a mustache. You can't count this shit. This is not free. You basically just got low standards and you got somebody that you can uh, get some friction with. This is, not, this is not something to be proud of, although it's effective. It's effective. 
like it can be done. This is not considered free if she's marginally attractive. It's just a free piece of leg. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's a piece of leg. There are people out there like that. However, that can switch up really quick. Some men get away with it about 20, 30, 40 times. Sometimes it never catches up to you when you can get a clean break. Sometimes it does. Okay. Other than that, if you spend any other time with that woman, it is no longer free. If you have to do anything, have a dinner, take her out to breakfast, spend the night, all right, uh, see her all the time, move her in. This is a now a paid cost. This is now a cost. <laughs> this is now a cost. It is no longer free. You just sliding through, busting, and then you leave. You say, good luck. You throw the washcloth on her face, and then, she, and then you leave. You go back home, and you rest, and you go to sleep. That is free. That's the, that's the freest you can possibly get. But even then, it can have a cost to it. Sometimes you get away with it. <laughs> All right, here we go. And if you went in raw, you paid. All right, anyway, come on. Anyway, right there. One nut slipping past the goalie is no longer going to be free. That would be, now you're going to pay, Ninja. Now you go pay real quick. Okay, no government name, SD. The video of the girls looking to disqualify you is something that helped me wake up and be done with normie dating. Women treat it like it's a game while I'm paying $150 for a date. At least I always get a side hug at the end. Yep. So again, this is uh, for the men who don't want to date, right? Uh... Uh, the, the women that are disqualifying you, but you got to take them to dinner and shit like that. You just paid X amount of dollars to get disqualified. That's what you did. You pay X amount of dollars for her to find a fault about you. Uh, that is a turnoff for dating for a lot of men. So you're absolutely right. No, nobody's going to put themselves through this type of thing for, you know, you need to take me here and here to find a fault. And shout out to whoever came up with fault finding mission. I know somebody put that in my comment, but you guys have attributed to a content creator. All right. And kudos. Shout out to Moose Hepner says, I can't do this coach. I'm trying to work out sniggling. Be careful. Derek Thomas says, talk that talk, talking that talk. He says, talking that talk. Much appreciation and needed. I messed all of that up. <laughs> I'll say it again. Shout out to Derek says, talking that talk, much appreciated and needed. All right, you got that. You deserve for me to read it right. Let me check Super Chats, and then we're almost off to the main event. Shout out to uh, Strider Herman says, is misogyny, misogyny, is it real, or is it what men's critique of modern female behavior just looking at the investment in society men have before us have put in? I think misogyny, like anything, and narcissism, and all of these things are overused. What it is, is a man that stands on his own too, right? He has, he has discernment. He has leverage. He has an opinion. That's what they don't want you to have. They actually want you to be stupid. And when I say they, it's a, gener it's a generic they. No government name says I agree about competition anxiety, but I wouldn't co-sign on the idea because these women are insane nowadays. He says they will try to please you if you have options, but they can ruin your life, yes, or take it away. If they feel disrespected, I can't believe that there are men who would sacrifice their life for a certain type of woman. 
let's not sacrifice peace, silence, and freedom for some meals and a massage and a leg rub and a sexual release. But yes, you will be put in toxic situations if you overplay competition anxiety. You're right. Thank you for acknowledging that for sure. Pro Mansplainer, I've asked more than a few women, who was uh, your problem before I came along, before we haven't known each other long enough to be the cause of the problem? I think he says, because we haven't long been, wait, <laughs> let me do it over. Pro Mansplainer says, I've asked more than a few women, who was your problem before I came along, because we haven't known each other long enough to be the cause of the problems that they blame on me. They blame on you. Shout out to you, and I messed it up. Sometimes reading this is very difficult. <laughs> All right, but uh, guys, have you ever heard a woman say this? And I know I've said this before. Have you ever heard a woman say, and I'm, ladies, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. You want you want to win over a man. Ladies, are you here? Hey, one. Uh, ladies, press a one in the chat if you want some real game advice. I'm going to give y'all two bits of advice that you can win any man over. Shout out to Kaylin says, I'm for women being sexual if they are sexually repressed. They just shouldn't demand relationships from men after they've released that repression on other men casually. Yeah, women have a tough time understanding that. That's a male perspective for sure. Uh, they'll never accept or, I mean, they'll never accept that. I'm going to give y'all some real game. Okay. Shout out to Dale. Oh, I got some brothers over here. Shout out to A-A-Ron is in the building. Easy A-A-Ron. Oh, I'm for real. I'm for real. Yeah, they're not going to use it, but I'll give it to you. There's a woman in here said too. She don't want it. They're here. They don't want it. Shout out to A-Ron. Shout out to Dale. Davis says that joke was fantastic. A hundred percent. Always use it. He says, they're still in my talking points. I know. Some of these females that people think I know. Coach, you don't know who that is? No. I don't know who any of these content creators is. <laughs> I ain't out here watching them. All right. Shout out to Juan Primera says, ma'am, do you mean podcast uh, from free thinking men? Yes. Podcast from free thinking men. They don't like it. They don't like it. All right. I'll give it to you anyways, ladies. Because they don't want to make themselves known. They're leaving the stream. Uh, ladies, I'm going to give you two pieces of game. You want to win a man over? All right, I'll give you three. Number one, if you meet a man, if you meet a man, tell them what you learned from your mistakes in your past relationships. Mm -mm. Uh-oh, they ain't going to do it. You got to do this humbly. And you got to do it with a man that you respect. Do this humbly. Come to them. Oh, we got some women over here too. Come to them humbly and say, you know, I did make some mistakes in my past relationships that I learned how to become a better woman from. Uh-oh. Guess what? They ain't going to be able to do this shit. They ain't going to be able to do it. They ain't going to be able to do this shit. You'll win a guy over. Really? Most guys don't even. 
Most guys won't even let you tell all the good mistakes, all the mistakes. You know, I've become a better woman. I've learned that some of the mistakes in my past relationships, some of the things in my past relationships I might have caused. And because of this, I've become the best woman I possibly can be for the man that deserves me. <laughs> mm. You'll be like, whoa, really? Tell me more. Oh, baby, you ain't got to tell your mistakes. I know you become a better woman, and I accept that from you. Hey, I bet you, I get, get, will they do it? Mm. They ain't going to do it. They ain't going to do it. They're going to say, I'm every woman. Oh, I'm that shit. I'm that bitch. I'm a bad bitch. I'm that bitch out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that bitch. I was perfect in every relationship. I I was abused, and I, he didn't know me, and I didn't know my worth. He put down my self-esteem. My self-esteem was all put down. He put me down because he was jealous of me. He was jealous of my shine. He didn't want me to shine, ass bitches. No man, no man likes that. Just to let you know, no man is ever going to like that shit. Well, we'll overlook it to get a little friction in between our legs, but no man likes that. Lady said, problem coaches, most of us don't realize what we did wrong because we like blaming others for our mistakes. That, I mean, obvious. Yeah, it's obvious. Again, um, for, for us, that's why men need to be more vocal about the mistakes women make. Because as she's saying, she says, we don't realize what mistake we made. Now, that's somewhat true. Not always. <laughs> but yeah, the next thing you're going to do, ladies, the next thing you're going to do when you're out on a date, yeah, I'm on my healing journey, ass bitches. Yeah, yep. Mm. I need a man that can handle me as strong ass. I need a man who can handle me. Man can't handle me with all. You can't accept me at my worst. You don't deserve me at my best, ass bitches. Do you like black women, ass bitches? All right, uh, uh, yeah, Um. here's the next thing you're going to do. Here's the next thing you're going to do. When you go out, if you go out for dinner, you go out for dinner. Wherever you at, you could be eating chicken fingers at Zaxby's. I don't care. Serve him. Serve him. He's paying the tab. Or if I'm considering paying a tab, all right, I'm going to go 50-50 on his bra. Serve him. You need me to refill your drink? You need some, you need some butter on your, on your biscuits? All right, let me butter up your biscuits. Hey, you know what? Have you ever tried honey? On your biscuits like this, you at Popeyes. Oh man, I got a good way. Let me put some honey on your biscuits. Let me put some butter on your biscuits. Here you go. Set it down for them. You give it. Hey, take a bite of that. You ain't never had that. Let me put the salt and pepper packet with the honey and the butter. Watch it, baby. Here, taste that. You're gonna be like, oh shit. This bitch really care about me. When they got the water, when they got the water on the table, and you see this ninja. He go with his straw and he suck down all the, the liquid in the cup and he hitting ice. And he hitting ice. Grab the water pitcher and pour some more water in his glass. Like, damn, thank you. Shake that. He take you to the game. He take you to the game. You sitting there. Say, hey, I'm going to go to the concession stand. You want me to get something for you? Instead of sitting there all pretty. Mm. 
or making him get up in the middle of the game to go to go to the concession stand and miss the whole third quarter because you want to take a piss and get something to eat. <laughs> he said, this sounds like a fantasy. Not at the junior college, it ain't. When you at the JUCO, women treat you like this. People don't realize it because you're not just using the, you're having an emotional relationship with them. This is your, this is your rented girlfriend. When you're at the JUCO, this is what they do because you're training them for it. They have to do this. When they don't do it, you just don't see them no more. You disqualify them. You tell them that this is what you, this is what your, this is what your leverage has provided. I provide this, you provide service. You'll be amazed at how many women at the JUCO do this. This is exactly what they do because they know we're playing a gender role. We're playing a service game. This is what a, this is what a girlfriend does. When we get to the stay-at-home girl, this is what you do. If you're not doing this, there's no future. We end it. If you don't want to do this, you definitely ain't getting nothing. Done. For women who don't want to do this, They're sandbagging on you. Somebody says it costs nothing to be nice and show appreciation. So I'm supposed to pay the bill, but I'm also supposed to entertain you and butter your buns. And I'm supposed to cut your chicken. I'm supposed to, uh uh-uh. When I take you out, you provide service back to me as a show of appreciation. If I'm supposed to open all the doors, a man's supposed to open the doors. A man's supposed to pay the bill. A man's supposed to blah, blah, blah. He's supposed to do the whole conversation. He's supposed to keep the conversation interesting and funny. Okay, what are you supposed to do? What you're going to do is you're going to pour my water in my, you're going to fill up the wine cup if I need extra wine. That's what you're going to do. You're going to unfold my napkin and say, here, put this between your legs. You're going to actually put butter in, on my buns. You're going to cut my chicken. This is, I'm telling you, man, this is what they call the girlfriend experience. But they think they're just supposed to sit there and look pretty while you're doing all the work. Like, you, no, I'm the prince here. You're the belle of the ball. <laughs> you, you're not going to tell me what I'm going to do when you do nothing, but just sit there and show up. So these are the things that win men over. Very little things that are just reciprocating and appreciating what you're providing them. But these bitches got no home training today. Their mama ain't raised them right. Their daddies ain't raised them right. Nobody knows how to do this. This, these little things work. <laughs> these little things work. This is called returning the favor. This is, this is what it is. But they don't know how to do this. They're just here for a free-ass ride. Um, if they're not doing these things, you need to cut their ass off. Simple. If they're not doing these things, you need to acknowledge it, let them know, and cut it off. Oh, another thing you shouldn't do is complain about the experience complaining about the experience for instance if i take someone out maybe the food was a little slow the waiter was doing wasn't doing it right maybe the food wasn't great the last thing you should do is tell me this now you can tell them you can write them a note and write them a note you know what i mean you guys were slow on your service tonight maybe next time i'm here you can pick that up they might give you a little coupon but don't say, oh, that food was nasty. Oh, they service wasn't shit. Oh, I worked in the industry. They, they, they servers didn't know what they were doing. Whoever was the manager on the clock, don't do this. <laughs> you just had the guy pay for this experience. 
Now you're going to shit on it and say you didn't have a good experience by it. Now that's fine, but don't do this. Don't talk about how rude the wait staff was. Write them a note, but these bitches ain't got no training because what you did was just shit on his paid experience. You think he's supposed to pay for it. He just paid for that out of work that he did. And you just shit on not only the, the service, but the experience and going further, right? It's sad that these, these women need to be trained for real. I mean, men need to be trained. That's what I'm here doing. I'm here training you. I'm here we're training the men to have expectations of what women, because you guys are asking them for stuff, but you're not being specific as to what they need to do. You need to give them specifics. And then if they don't measure up, you dismiss them. Okay. But people don't have gratitude managed. They got entitlement out here. And you're complaining about the entitlement without training them. <laughs> Last part is when we're intimate, no matter what the experience was, whether it was good, bad, or sad, we don't mind a little bit of critiquing. But afterwards, shut up. Okay, let me say it to you nice ladies. After we're done, I don't care if we're married, if it was the first time I was with you, if we're a casual sex partner, I don't care. After intimacy, after I blow my load, <laughs> after I finish up the job, I'm going to have to catch my breath. I'm also going to have to get my faculties reoriented, and I'm going to have to come to my senses. During this time, it is best that you are silent and or of a service. Preferably both, but one would be great. Silence. Don't talk. Don't ask me anything. Don't try to upsell me. Wouldn't it be great to go on a trip? Don't ask me why I ain't talking. Don't ask me for a massage. Don't ask me to do anything. Don't expect me to get up quick. Go get a warm rag. Bring it to me or actually clean my area off if you like. That would be really great. That would be of service and silent. Don't talk to me while you're doing this. And then go cook some bacon. Go make this kitchen smell good. Clean yourself off. Go take a piss. <laughs> yes, I forgot. Silence, you fool. Go make a sandwich. Don't ask me to cuddle. Let me get a 15-minute nap. <laughs> I need this. This needs to go off flawlessly. Don't ask me while I'm in the kitchen in, in there cleaning my dick off. Don't ask me for a second round. I need 15 minutes. Turn the fan on. Don't ask me why I'm sweating. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best then after 15 minutes approach me do not make demands of me I'm considering why I'm still here don't, ex don't ask me to evaluate you I'm going to critique you now My, I'm now in a different experience I'm looking at you differently I've seen you walked away and I've seen the hair on the back of your booty I've seen the dimples in your booty and I'm actually considering why I did what I did, but I'm still here. Now, if I'm sleeping, slip into the bed. Still don't talk. 
get close to me, I might get a second round. I might get a second round. If I don't want a second round, just chalk it up to what it is. Okay, then also, just get a little close to me. You can now touch me after 15 minutes. Okay, still don't talk. After another 15 minutes, I'll probably start to re-engage with you. And I might give you a second round. I might not. Yep, don't be in here asking me about your tiger stripes, the fupa. <laughs> right, don't ask me about none of this. This is not going to be pertinent information. I'm going to snap. Don't, don't make demands and commands of me. Don't ask me if I paid any bills. Nothing. Turn the football game on or whatever I was watching. I'm no longer in the mood anymore. Turn the football game on so I can see it. Don't interrupt. Bring me some water, a Gatorade, a drink. I really can't move very effectively at this moment. And if I decide to leave, don't be mad. I might decide to leave. <laughs> Somebody said, when can she talk? Give it 30 minutes. For sure, 15 minutes. 30 minutes for sure. All right, 15 minutes would be ideal. But, you know, if you can't hold it. And don't ask for the round. If I give you one, I'll give you a round. <laughs> he said, turn Seinfeld on. I don't want to hear shit about going on vacation at this point. You know what would be great? What? What if we went to Costa Rica next weekend? <laughs> All right. That doesn't sound good. Why would I take you to Costa Rica when I can bang you here in Tupelo? If you talk, ask me if I need something. Now, after about 30 minutes, I'll, you know, come back to who I was. And then we can actually start enjoying each other. Okay, let me last one. Faith says, Coach, going into the new year for women that support you, because, he says, such as myself, shout out to Faith, and knowing I'm going to get the truth, how do you know if a man really loves you in this crazy-ass world? If he really loves you, look for these things. Ladies are like, what? <laughs> if he really loves you, look for these things. If he comes to you without asking, it's like a dog. If a man consistently comes to you, shows up without you asking, he loves you. He wants to see you. Well, he might want to fornicate with you. But if he's around you and he, that's not the intent, that guy loves you. He comes to you. If you're married to him and he comes home, that's an indication of love. Men don't have to verbalize their love. Oh, darling, my dear, you're the apple of my eye. Men aren't going to do that. Stop training us to be that. He has to be willing to come to you and see you and not just sexually. That's how men show their gratitude, their dedication. If he ain't, if he's distant, he really don't, he might like you, but he really don't love you like that. A woman really don't have to ask anything. Right. If he if a guy's really in love, the guy, the woman never has to ask anything. Once you start having to ask, the ninja is done with you. Really. <laughs> ask for this. Ask for that. Now, don't nag. I'm not talking about nagging shit. But he does because not out of obligation, 
not because you're going to ask him to do it, not because you're going to nag and he wants to hear you shut up. He's going to do. People always say it. Guy's going to do it. But please consider this guy right here, man, what you guys want for men and what actually men can provide for women is a damn pipe dream and fantasy. Just like I asked for silence after sex and sandwiches. This is fantasy. For me, I got to buy this. I don't have time to train y'all loose ass, uh, uncivilized ass women. Right? You guys, listen, guys, you can't train women out here. You can't train women these days. These women are untrained. The, 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 the time that you train a woman is around 13, age 13. That's why they call it grooming. Age 13, that's when you train women. You don't train them after age 18. They already who they are. They've already been influenced and propaganded. They've already been tampered and, t- <laughs> right? And by the, certainly by age 26 and 27, you trying to train women to do what you want to do, you out of your mind. You out of your mind. Or you better have a great external reward system. Your external reward system better be great for her to do what she needs to do. Okay, shut up. All right, not bullying them. All right, you give them a couple dollars. Here's $50, shut up. Play the shut up game. He says, don't train, focus on incentives. Yep, this is how you reward. People have internal reward, external, extrinsic reward, intrinsic, extrinsic. This is how psychology works, soft science. Whatever you want the person to do, you have to have a reward. But ninjas out here trying to get women to comply on obligation. Well, you're a woman, so you should do. This is the dumbest approach. You guys are stupid. Don't do this. Don't do this. It'll never work. Well, women should do this and women should do that. It will never work. You're wasting your time. Women are going to do because. Do you do because you're a man? No. You do because you're going to get a reward. Whatever your reward is, whatever motivates you, that's why you do. You don't do things just because. You do things because you want to be appreciated, respected. You want to get some sex. You want to get cooperation, silence. Therefore, she has to provide a reward. You have to provide her a reward. Anybody managing people, anybody coaching people knows this. All right, paycheck for people, employees. Okay, I have a business. I'm not going to reward anybody. All right, just work because you're an employee. How often is that going to work? Never. They're not just going to work to build up your business. You got to pay them. You got to promote them. You got to rate them, give them encouragement. Tell them what they're messing up. You guys got to have reward systems. But people are out here treating people like like, uh, women are born to cooperate. Women are born to rebel. Women are born to rebel. Women are born to be promiscuous. Women are born to be manipulated. Women are born to be trained, similar as men. They're not just going to do things because they're a woman. <laughs> they're not. But you guys want to say, a woman should do this and a woman should do that. The reason why you know that is because you've heard that from Bible and fairy tales and all of this bullshit, pimp culture, where you don't understand the reason why they had that was because women are the opposite. Women are rebels. Women are highly encourageable. Women are highly promiscuous. So we develop systems to make them the opposite. 
We make them the opposite. We make them less promiscuous by shaming them and calling them names and pinning letters to their collar and, and abusing them and uh, shaming them to silence. Similarly, women naturally want to rebel. They naturally want to re- listen to another figure of authority other than the father or the husband. This is what they naturally want to do. They naturally want to fornicate. They fornicate. If they don't get caught, they do it. So they must be trained or they must have a reward system to comply. (laughs) When you know this, you'll move in the op. You'll move in the right direction. When you know this, you'll move in the right direction. Chastity belts. Exactly. These are all things that men have trained women to try to be monogamous. Women shaming other women. They're naturally not compliant. So what do I have to do? Reward her to be compliant. She's not just going to do it because. (laughs) Here we go right here. Positive reinforcement. So forth and so on. All right. Look, we were going to do the main event. If you want to stick around, we'll get into it. Hey, this shows this the weekend show. So I go a little bit longer. Pause. Stay at home mom, power couple, dynamic. Let's talk about it real quick here. The Wall Street Journal has posted this. Oh, wait a minute. I guess I'm going to skip this young lady right here. The Wall Street Journal has posted this on their Instagram. The Wall Street Journal wants the beacon, beacon of matrix thought, propaganda, stability. They have now talked about the typical stay-at-home girlfriend. Take a look at this. The stay-at-home girlfriend, the monetized woman. Take a look at this. This is the Wall Street Journal magazine. They have written an article. It's behind a paywall, but they've given us some information here. This is uh, normally a magazine that has promoted the feminist trope. Talking about the independent woman, the career woman, the CEO by 32. But they're talking about the stay-at-home girlfriend? Wow, but let's juxtapose this to this video right here of the power couple. He's set for the new year as a... The power couple, the power couple. Now, I'm going to tell you, the power couple is mythology. Shit does not exist. This is a feminist wet dream. This is a stronger and independent, independent woman's wet dream that centers around a cooperative male, a henpeck male, a trained cage domesticated male. Take a look at this right here. This is a, this is a liberal woman and a domesticated male. Take a look at this. Says, reset the, here's how we reset for the new year as a self-proclaimed power couple. Take a look at the, take a look at this goofy-ass woman. Wowzers. Master splinter in full effect. Now, again, when you get into relationships, guys, take, I, I don't know what she looks like outside of this. I'm pretty sure she dresses herself up to go to work. But look at this clown. Look at how she's a clown when she's around this simp-ass ninja. She dressed all baggy. She's covered up. I bet you when she goes to the gym, she doesn't cover up. I bet you when she goes outside, she doesn't cover up. At least she got her feet out. But look at her in full sweater regalia. It can't be that warm and cold in the inside. And look at the gump-ass ninja. I'm telling you, in the power couple requires a gump. All right, let's hear what she's got to say here. 
Here's how we reset for the new year as a self-proclaimed power couple. <laughs> this time of year, we love to have our big annual partner summit. We talk about our favorite memories from the last year and what we learned, and then set some goals individually and together for the next year. We talk about how we're going to help each other and sum it up with a mission statement. We make a whole date night out of this, and honestly, I look forward to it every year. I've put together a little guide for you guys with all the questions we use, so you can find that in my bio if you want to give it a try with your partner. Did she call this ninja a co-partner? Did she call this ninja a co-partner? Send it. She said a partner summit. She said, guys, what about love? Did she say a partner summit? Did she have this ninja filling out a worksheet? Did she have this ninja filling out a worksheet? Now, when you guys are lonely, when you guys are lonely, just know these liberal women are out here. You got to filter this shit out. This is an untrainable woman. You're never going to leave, ninja. This is wild. Ninja, I'll pay my way out of this. Because you know they also in an open relationship in which he getting her tonsils buttered. And what is he doing? He probably taking it up the pooter intruders, ninja, on the side. But this is a feminist wet dream here. Holy mackerel. Here's how we reset for the new year as a self-proclaimed power couple. Power couple. This time of year, we love to have our big annual partner summit. Oh, my Lord, send it. Power. Wait, annual partner summit. <laughs> Waiting for a love surge, and then she lets me hug them. Are they at a desk sitting across from each other in negotiation position? This is interview negotiation position. This is tragic, bruh. We talk about our favorite memories from the last year. Oh, my Lord. Is that a worksheet? Mm. <laughs> oh, this is all her idea. Oh, I'm pretty sure a social psychotherapist, a what do I call him? A pseudo psychologist has come up with this garbage. This is tragic. This is tragic. There ain't never going to be a day. I do some shit like this, bruh. And what we learned and then set some goals individually. Individually set some goals. And together for the next year, we talk about how we're going to help each other. Oh, yeah. How we're going to help each other. More feelings. More feelings. Check in. Oh, send it. Ninja. Yeah, that's, br <laughs> yeah, that's brother starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. More feelings. Check ins. More feelings. Check ins. Bruh, this ain't never gonna be me. This ain't this is why you don't date liberal women, first of all. You don't date liberal women. I, that's been on my list. No feminists, no liberal women. As soon as you come in here with that, you better keep that, you better check that shit into the door when you come over at me, bruh. If you're a woman and you want the royal CGA treatment, you better check your feminism and your liberalism into the door. And whatever your therapist said, drop that shit off right in by the shoe rack. You see where that shoe rack is? Whatever your therapist told you, 
Put it over there. You coming into the gentleman's layer. That shit don't belong over here. If you win your feelings check-ins, leave that shit at the door. Sum it up with a mission statement. We make a whole date night out of this. And a date night. We make a date night out of this. And did you high five me? Oh my lord. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Did you high five me? If you don't come sit on my lap and fix my meat, I don't high five no girlfriends or partners. High five. Honestly, I look forward to it every year. Oh, there you go. Okay, all right, bring them feet over here. I've put together a little guide for you. A guide. Look at him. Guys, with all the questions we use, so you can find that in my bio if you want to give it a try. With Oh, my lord. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that brother's starving. There y'all go, guys. There y'all go. Y'all want, hey, are you lonely now? Are you lonely? If you think you're lonely now, wait until, Ninja, I'll be lonely. I'll be lonely. <laughs> or I'll get my bag up and I'll buy some cooperation. Here you go. Here you go. Maslow, Pavlov's theory. Bruh, this is out of, this is insane. Now, Wall Street Journal chimes in, the stay-at-home girlfriend having a moment. Check out this little piece of calico. All right, the typical stay-at-home girlfriend. What about the stay-at-home wife? Video opens on a young woman in a pristine apartment at 8 a.m. She makes the bed and cooks pancakes for her boyfriend before he goes to work. After a green juice, it's time to for a little bit of self-care, a private Pilates reformer session, and a microcurrent facial. Right. I love that they gave her another facial, but that's neither here or there. Then she has lunch with her girlfriend at a local hotspot, goes for a long walk, listens to a podcast before it's time to get ready for date night. Do they live together? Uh, clips like this abound on TikTok, smooth hypnotic videos presenting an idealized version of a traditional marriage minus the wedding ring. Being a stay-at-home girlfriend or a SH, SAHG for short is all about supporting your boyfriend with tasks like cooking and homework or housework plus a rigorous self-care regimen to keep up appearances. The phenomena reflects a Gen Z move away from mid-2000s girl boss hustle culture and towards aspirations of a softer life, a.k.a. Uh, soft girl era. Here we go right here. Now, I don't know if this woman right here, so this is, this, I don't know if this woman is actually applied to the, the article in the video. I can't see the video. But as you can see here, we do hear a lot of Gen Z women going into soft girl era. They're kind of giving up the career, quiet quitting. You're hearing things like that. They're looking for a lifestyle. And so they're going centered away from girl boss stuff and more towards in their feminine. And they're idealizing the traditional model, not the liberal shit, like, like, like not this stuff. Also, they are not as not as shy about making this monetized, right? So this is certainly monetized. This is certainly monetized. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. She has all of her obligations paid. So this, if you want to call this tricking, pay for play, if you want to call this prostitution, sugar baby, I don't care what you call it. 
this is where people are giving themselves an option. Certainly there will be um, um, a age gap in this and all of this. But this is curious because this is the Wall Street Journal. This is the Wall Street Journal, guys. This is a massive publication pointing this out. This is where I told you the monetized marketplace will be normalized. Now, I ask you gentlemen. I'm going to ask you gentlemen this. Because this is going to be where the tough conversation has to be. We've had a lot of men over the years in this space. Ridicule the liberal. Ridicule the feminist. Also say what women need to do and what they need to do. Women should clean house, cook, whatever you want them to do. Stay silent, sandwich, all of these things that we come up as theories and fantasies. Then when they're presented, here's your opportunity to have the woman do these things. With the caveat, in order for her to do this, you have to support her. They're not going to do it and you be a lazy bum or a scrub or a dusty. Remember, you wanted to stay fit, feminine, and friendly. Are they going to do this for free? Do you want her to do it for free? Are people calling her a prostitute? It's obvious that stay-at-home moms, are they prostitutes? If a woman does this and is married, is she a prostitute? Where the guy takes care of her and she has, that's what she'll do. She'll wake up, cook breakfast, take the kids to school. She'll go to Pilates, personal trainer, yoga. She'll also get her juice, just like that woman. She'll prepare for dinner. She'll walk the dog. She'll have all of your obligations finished up. All you got to do is pay the bill. Is that prostitution? Well, legally it is. Do women want this? A growing number of women want this. Now, if you don't want any of it, we'll have to put up a poll here. We'll put up a poll. Do you want any of it? A lot of guys is like, I don't want any of it. I don't want any of these options. I'll just stay alone, be monk, and all of that stuff. But I don't know if you know, I've lived in suburban neighborhoods. That's exactly what stay-at-home wives do. However, they might, they might give you a little bit of lip. But that's exactly what stay-at-home moms are that, that describe. That's exactly what they do. But sometimes, most of the times, you're married to her. Wealthy people provide this. And, guys, they're also providing this to young women as well, <laughs> if you don't know. All right, let me see here. Or is this what she's supposed to do as a woman? I was going to put up a poll, but I don't even know if I have time. And the audience is dwindling at the stuff. Are you? Let me see here if I can put up a poll. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to say, which do you prefer? Because there's really no in-between. Or is there an in-between? Right? Is there an in-between? My question is, is there an in-between? Like, is there a woman that goes to work, like she's a boss bitch, and then she comes home and she's willing to do these things of the stay-at-home girl? Is there an in-between? All right, let me see something here. Uh, which do you prefer? I'm going to say the, uh, what was it called? They called it partner. The liberal partner. Oh, wait a minute. Where's my mouse? The liberal partnership. I'm going to put a poll up on the free agent lifestyle channel only because there's a lot of typing. The stay at home, stay at home girlfriend. Um, someone in between where you can, she contributes 50%. Someone in between 50-50. We're going to go 50-50. 
but she she takes care of your needs, right? Um, and I'll put neither as a monk mode. Neither. All right, there's the poll popping up right here. I don't think there's any in between. I don't think there's really any in between. Like there could be a fit of of. Let me just say there could be a fit friendly. What did Kevin Samuels call it? Fit friendly and fabulous. Fit feminine and friendly. There could be that. However, if she's working, if she's away, she's certainly not helping you with your needs. She certainly feels like you need to help her with her needs, but her energy is being pushed outside. Her energy goes outside. Like almost all of her energy goes outside. You're not getting much back. In fact, when you get her, she's going to say, I'm tired. This is, um, no, well, women can, women can vote on this one. Women can vote on this one as well. You can vote to say, what would you prefer to be? There's really not a, a much in between on this one. Cause if she, if she's fatigued, when she comes to you, she's certainly not of great use of tea to you other than maybe if she's paying the bills but that goes to the 50 50 someone in between 50 50 relationship let's see where you got all right most ninjas are saying neither all right neither they're they're going there they done gave up already they ain't doing it and uh put in the comments what you don't like about both really then it, it, let's just say if you say neither you kind of put women in the no win as well and you're kind of in a situation where there's nothing good. Like, I don't want to take care of a woman. I don't want to pay her bills. Even though she's giving back to you, you don't want no parts of that. Um, you also are saying you don't want to have a partnership where she has input in the relationship. She's leading you down the line of having shared emotion, emotional check-ins. But she pays the bills. Like, half the bills, no problem. But she's liberal oriented girl boss. And then you got the in between a regular stock factory issue woman who has a regular job. She's exhausted. She gets up early in the morning, 4 a.m. She goes to her job at Walmart, at Target, at executive assistant, at secretary. And then when she comes back, she's exhausted, worn out. She pays 30, 40% of the bills. But she says, you're the guy. So you lead. You pay for the dates and the trips and vacations. It's interesting, right? It's interesting. I think men are in a situation where, like, what do we want? Somebody says, I, I don't need help. I don't need her living with me. So you don't want her living with you. That's, that's definitely a thing there. So she would be a partner outside. Uh, taking care of women is fine, but under the stay-at-home girlfriend, you are still openly uh, opening yourself up to issues. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah, she, could, she, she can stop doing those things, which she will, right? She will stop doing those things. So you're taking care of her. She stops doing it. If she lives with you, she stops doing it. Now what? Well, you can get rid of her. <laughs> but obviously, if you married her or impregnated her, you gave her leverage. So y'all would tell your wife to quit her job. So you would tell her wife to quit her job. Some people are voting on this. Would you tell your wife to quit her job? For me, to be honest with you, it's tough all the way around. 
It's tough, it's tough all the way around. They're, they're going to be a liability anyway. So, you know, if, you're, if I'm picking my poison, I would pick one. If I don't want anything to do with either one, it's better to stay by myself. <laughs> it's better to stay by myself. But if there's guys that are out here that have hope, I would really want to know which one would you pick. You have hope. I want to meet a girl. I want a girl who's mine, all mine. I want a girl in my life. <laughs> These guys. The what about love ninjas? Okay, here's your love options. These are your options. I don't think there's much in between outside of these options. There's give or take a little bit here and there. But if you wanted a girl, these are pretty much the girls you're picking from. Are there women in here too? I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl to be my wife. He says you'd lose no matter what. Well, yeah, I mean, well, listen. Yes, when you're dealing with women, there's a loss factor. You're not going to get out unscathed. You're not getting out upscathed. You're not, when you deal with women, you're going to take an L somewhere. <laughs> he said we're doomed. Hope is not a strategy. When you're dealing with women, you're about to catch an L. All right, yeah, I guess the best would be, I guess there's another option here. It's like if you leave, sep I would say live separately and then come in. All right. How long will she put up with that though? Yeah. I don't want anything to do. We get together. We live separately. You handle your bills. I handle mine. That, that's an ideal. That happens. But dealing with women is, is, a, is a risk factor. It's, a, it's the highest risk factor that you have out here. All right. Let me check the super chats. We're down at the end of the weekend show. Schedule P. Uh, wait a minute. Juan Pamir's women disqualify because they know they could never improve us. So they get what they get. On the other hand, they know we can definitely improve them, though. That's actually a good perspective as well. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, so that's true. So, yes, they can't. Yeah, they can never make us better. So, in essence, where we are is who we are. That's actually a good point. But we can improve their lives. Great point. Somebody said the stay-at-home girlfriend can be called abuse. Yes, that's a risk factor. That's going to be a risk factor, all right? That's going to be a significant risk factor because over time, she'll change her mind. I don't want to do this. Uh, women don't want to be controlled today, so I would think if there's ladies in here, they'd more likely take the partnership route. I believe, and I might be wrong, I think women would take the liberal partnership or the someone in between, which is the 50-50. The reason why I presume that is because I believe that women don't want to be controlled. So in that instance, the stay-at-home girlfriend or stay-at-home wife is appealing, but eventually is going to be considered control or abuse because she might not feel like she has a say. She might be at your beck and call. She might want to go out with their girlfriends and you say, no, I need you here tonight. And then... There's where the problem is. And you're like, hey, I'm paying for this. I'm giving you this lifestyle. Everything you have is because I, I gave you. And she's going to look, a lot of women are going to, after a while, go, no, nah, that's too controlling. Because, yeah, they made that. But they decided that. I think opposite is that they feel like if they are not financially controlled, then they can actually have input in the relationship. 
This is what they assume. Inevitably, what I think happens to them in this process is they get a simp, right? I think when they do this, this is the man they end up with. And then they're unhappy about that. I need a manly man. I need you to take control. I need you to choke me at night and when I'm fornicating. I need you to make me squirt, right? I need a real man. I need you to do this. Well, they end up with a gump, and then they end up mad anyway, which is the nature of woman. It's similar to us. We're trying to pick the worst. We're trying to check to pick the the least poison. And I think for them, they pick the situation where they're least likely to be harmed. <laughs> right. And so they'll go, okay, I won't be harmed and abused and controlled over here. And then they pick it. But guess what? You're boring. You're lame. You know, <laughs> it's, that's tough. That's where people are. This is why I say, Go get the old cashola, man. I'm I'm paying. I'm out here trying to train these bras for as long as I can. Soon as they start acting up, okay, take all my shit back. Get out. Get a new one. I'm gonna give me a new one. All right. So uh, that's that's kind of how I do it. Yeah, they trying to build a simp, and you trying to build a doll. <laughs> we try to build a bitch. She trying to build a simp. All right. Let me get to these super chats. JC says, take your clothes off and wash a piece. Leave and get ready to drop that neck. Right when I come to the door. Yeah, we're incompatible. We're really incompatible. All right, shout out to Schedule P says, for the holidays, my little cousin told his mom to feed her ceiling bird. <laughs> he was talking about that chirp from her smoke detector. Hit him with the A-yo. A-yo, chill, son. A-yo. Yes, indeed. Strider Herman says, all love, Coach Pauls. Thank you for the great year. I'm looking to improve on myself tremendously in 2020. The journey continues. Sunday gang yang are the 1%. Join us. Uh, we're going to do Saturday, by the way, because Sunday is New Year's Eve. So uh, stay tuned for our money mindset. And we may do we may do locals tomorrow. We may do them both because uh, New Year's Eve is going to be on Sunday. So thanks for reminding me. Shout out to our brother Strider Herman. Very, very knowledgeable guy. We're going to end up with some more Super Chats over here. GS Inc. doubles up. Appreciate you, brother. Christy O'Melio says, most women are like sirens. Guard your eyes. Yeah, we're, well, sex appeal. Like, we're easy. We're super easy when it comes to women. Like, all they have to do is be appealing to us, and they got us. So, it makes it really, really difficult for us to deal with them because we, our nature overcomes. So, you got to guard your eyes. Zero fallout. Problem is men are getting ran through. Wait, the problem is men are getting ran through leftovers. If they wanted that soft girl era, she better have zero bodies. Okay. That's, that's tough. That's a tough ask. Uh, yeah, I think that ship is sailed. That ship is sailed. Uh, man, zero bodies. Okay. What if she has zero bodies, but is 43. That's a problem. But yeah, the problem with kind of rewarding this behavior is that, yeah, women are sexually promiscuous. I think they have been always promiscuous. I've been saying this for the longest time. All right, anyway, Faith says, Coach, going into the new year. Oh, I already got you. Shout out to Faith. And then we're almost done, almost done. We're going to get you out for here for the weekend. Okay, <laughs> zero bodies. I think that ship is sale, man. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm an older guy. But I even know for young men that are like high school into college, 
Young dudes are like, if they got more than three bodies, it's over. I'm like, three? Three bodies? Oh, my Lord. If the woman has three bodies, it's a wrap. Now, I know younger guys, you know, three bodies is a lot. I remember being young. But three? I'm like, y'all ninjas in for it. Y'all tough. This woman said, look, listen to this woman. Me, where you're kind of a certified lover girl, and you know, historically, you have a pattern of being infatuated with men, even before exclusivity, which leads you to idealizing these men. I feel like you should try roster dating because I'm all the above, and I went roster dating. I dated about six guys in eight to 10 days. Six in eight to 10 days. Man, good luck out here, ninjas. <laughs> Good luck. That, that, that. Three bodies. Anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, I got you, Vans. <laughs> three, three body. Man, that, does that count? Taking it up the Duke shoot. Does that count when she slobs on the glizzy? Pause. What, what are we counting? By the time they hit 18, 20, they gone. It is gone, man. If there's any women that want to give me, maybe you want to come on the show because in New Year's, I might start interviewing people. Ladies, you want to come on the show and tell me you're out here above 22 with less than three bodies. Please come on to the show and you can show us your whole personality we can try to bite whatever you can. We can try to put down whatever you, we can ever try to pick up whatever you putting down. We can try to bite what you selling. All right. If there's a woman 22 and under with three bodies or less, right? Jahari says, what if you have a long-term girlfriend with separate places, separate finances? Yeah, that could be ideal. That could be ideal. Although there's, you know, you don't have any somewhat like she can say, hey, I can't see you until next Wednesday. He said a long-term girlfriend living separately. Yeah, I mean, there's some things there. It can work out. It can work out. That's probably a, a decent thing. I don't believe in cohabitation. All right? I don't believe in cohabitation. So um, I don't ever want to live with a woman. So I can't see the stay-at-home girlfriend. I would much, like, I don't know what else that she could do. I would hire a personal assistant, a chef. I would hire a, a, a maid before I let a girl move in and have her be my stay-at-home girlfriend. I will hire three people to do that job with an average, I can't say what the expenditure would be, but I would, I would hire someone before I move a woman at my house and ask her to do any of these things. Like, can you organize my calendar? Can you answer my emails? Can you, can you plan some things, put some things on the calendar? Can you uh, put my clothes in the dryer? Can you fold my clothes? Can you make the bed? Like, can you, can you cook meal prep me? I would find a, I would hire someone. I would hire three separate people. I would never bring a mate in and ask her to do any of those things. Hell no. But first of all, I've already been married. There is no way. I already know that wives can't even keep up with that promise. Wives are going to renege. Wives are going to complain about it. Wives are going to do it half-assedly. Then they'll find a reason why they shouldn't do it. Then they'll complain about gender roles and them doing more. How no, hell no. No, I would hire three separate women for three or four separate women to complete them tasks. 
<laughs> right? Absolutely. So then my question is now, if a woman lives with me and I have those other women, a maid that comes to my house once a week, once a, every other week, once a month, if I have someone cooking my meals or meal planning or delivering food, if I have someone folding my socks and organizing my drawers, then if I also have someone organizing my calendar as a personal assistant, what do I need her for? That's just saying she's a stay-at-home mom, right? A stay-at-home living girlfriend. Okay, if I had a girlfriend that was staying at home and I was supporting her lifestyle and she was going to, yo- I-, I wouldn't need her to stay there. Now, let's just say a woman works. She's a 50-50 relationship. And I, she says, I'm not going to do any of these things. I do my laundry, you do yours. And then I said, okay, instead of that, I'll pay a woman to do all, I'll pay a person to do all of these things. And then she said, okay, that's cool. But she still lives with me. She still lives with me. What is the point? What's the point? Then I'll hire a Juco along with the other three women. What would be the point of me having that woman live with me? What is she doing? Helping me with the bills? Or what is she doing? Maybe somebody said procreation. Okay, that's a girlfriend. That's not my wife. What, why is she there? <laughs> that's the problem. She, she's useless to me in, in a greater sense to live with me. Now, she's paying a portion of the bills, and I would require that from her. She better be doing, a, she better be extraordinary. She better be doing something. I don't see what the purpose of her living there would be. I would have her live at her other place. And pay her own bills over there. But she's basically getting off Scott's free. There would be no point for her to live there. If it's a wife, a girlfriend, and then I hire these other people to do these, there's no reason for her to live with me. None. Not even the covering the cost of living there would, would cover it. And I would never pay for a date. I would never we would split everything down the line 50-50. Everything. If that's the case. We would split everything when we bought ice cream i would do there would be two separate transactions i would buy my ice cream i will walk the hell off and then she would buy her ice cream when we go out for a date we were gonna split that shit down the middle 50 50 like there would be no reason for me to do any gentleman shit and what a man should do i wouldn't pull out a chair i wouldn't open the door i wouldn't do nothing that gonna be my homeboy my partner i wouldn't buy her a drink there would be no reason to do it because that's just a partner. That's there, There's nothing I'm getting from her, right? Mm. All right, then, yeah. If she's not the mother of my children, nothing. There's nothing. Shout out to Blue Bag and Zero Bodies at 40 plus. She'll be running around here like Lolo Jones, cray cray. <laughs> yep. So uh, I think I got everybody, man, out the door. Uh, yeah, people are, I think we're in a no-win situation, really. Or or we're in a situation where somebody's taking a loss. That's all. That's going to be my special friend, indeed. I just wanted to say thanks. I'm glad you came along. Partner, I want to sing a song just for you. Because you're my special friend. my 
my special friend. Shout out to Joseph says, I bet you having a butler like Batman is way cheaper. Cheaper. Free agent lifestyle for life. Happy New Year, coach. Exactly. I would have a butler before I let a move in a woman move in with me. All right. A butler and a maid, and the woman would just come over to the gentleman's lair, come over here to the Batman's cave, and that's it. Part her legs, I'll do my swimming, and then she could skedaddle home to her hovel. Happy New Year to y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. We'll see you on Monday evening. For everybody else, locals and uh, Money Mindset, we'll see you tomorrow. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Peace.